The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show. Preco, I get the keys for it to come in and the comments music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! It's better than number one looks like. I guarantee you won't blow that Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and you're live. Weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's Oz. I'm going to post unwarranted dick pics in chat. I, I would advise against that. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. I see it. <laughs> also on Skype, he's the backbone, the pillar, the shrink, the fantastic form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and res- resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I am? Yes, you are. I think I am. Moses is our solicited dick pic. Yeah, I'm your solicited dick. <laughs> <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, shout out to Jay. He might be here later, but he may not be. We don't know. He might hence, be on now. He might be on now. It's <laughs> the nature of the Jay. <laughs> um, we got a, a great show for you today. We're going to talk to you about the new ongoing Martian Manhunter series. We're also going to talk to you. Uh, uh, wait, what else are we talking about? I forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, the Robert Battinson debacle. Oh. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk to you about the new, the newly, the newly cast Batman, Robert Pattinson. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk some opinions on that. We'll also he, talk about some other stuff. Obviously, he's been uh, dark knighted. Right, right. Including whatever else you all want to talk about and the latest in comic book news. Uh, but before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time. 
equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. They're LA's and the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met there. All you got to do is give them a call. 310-538-3198. Uh-oh. We might need to do that one more time. Start off low. 310-538-3198. Thank you, Digital Moses. These robots are taking our jobs, man. They're, they're taking their jobs. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. We got uh, a few different ways to get down with Fantastic Form. If you want to go ahead and uh, jump in on the action, here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Indeed. Indeed. So, all that. Get down with Fantastic Forum. We'll we'll take uh, your comments out of chat, bring them into the show, such as Tiger Claw that says, What's up, Fantastic Forum? We finally got a Batman, and he's a sparkling Batman. Wow. Oh. Okay. Uh, I, I, guess I, I guess we're gonna start with that, huh? I, I guess. I guess we can. Yeah. So. So. Well, I mean, me, go ahead. We, I did a uh, Instagram poll, so we have a voice of the audience. Okay. What's the, What's the audience think about Let's Robert see. Pattinson as the newest Dark Knight? Let's see. Where is that? You know, I follow us on Instagram. I didn't see that. It was the poll was in um in the uh, stories. Oh, there it is. That's so basically. Uh, uh, it was sixty seven percent are Team Battinson, mm. and thirty three percent are fuck no. <laughs> I asked them to tell us why, but they didn't do it. So okay. I, I do want to know why, because well, why the hate and why the yeah, like the vitriol, like it's such a resounding like rejection, and and yeah, if it's I'm a not, very visceral like, reaction. Like, um, I used vitriol earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but hopefully it works. <laughs> um, it, it's just like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I thought it was a rumor, and I, as far as I know, it still is a rumor. It's not. But, it's not official. Like he hasn't signed it yet. He's just like considered the front runner at this point. Okay. Because yeah. it, there's another name yeah. that was thrown around. Who's that? Uh, forget his name, but he played Be- uh, Beast in the in the X Men stuff. Oh, Kelsey no, Grammer? No, no, no. no the, I think he's talking about the new Beast, the one. Oh, from, yeah. yeah see, that class. guy. That guy would give vitriol too. I, I will say that, you know, for me, like, I, by no means am I like a, a, a person that's like 100% against him being Batman. At the same time, it doesn't it doesn't strike me as a great casting choice. And, and that's just because, you know, like, I I mean, the only thing I've ever seen him in that he's been good is literally Harry Potter. And that was like the first thing he did, right? I guess I never not the saw that, first, so. but it, it's the the one he's he's most known for. Actually, well, before Twilight, it's what got him I mean, Twilight. It, yeah, Twilight's what he's most known for. But I'm just saying that like, I don't remember. I, I can't think of anything else he's been in other than Twilight. Where I'm like, man, like you know, like he was good in that Harry Potter joint. It's a small role, but he was good. But then, like you know, I saw him in Twilight. I'm like, oh man, like this is like I don't know if he's supposed to be acting like that, but it's weird. Like it's the whole but the whole. The whole Twilight thing is weird. Yeah, and I, it, it's really uh, 
it, that this hate that he's gotten is is really strange because it's only because he was in Twilight. It's not because he was bad in Twilight. <laughs> well, you but know what I mean? he's not good either. Well, it, it, it's it, it's he, irregardless. He actually, he actually is pretty like, good. In Twilight? Not in Twilight. I mean, as an actor. In act, well, as an actor. What else is he, I, I, he was in this movie where he played like a criminal and he has a brother that's retarded. And uh, I only saw the clip that they played on Jimmy Kimmel when they interviewed him. And I was looking at this clip like, man, I got to watch this movie. He's really good in it. Like, it shakes the stink off of Twilight, if if there's any. Like, I, I defy just, I guess what but, I'm trying to say is, what movie he, outside of Twilight has he been in? He's, that, done, that he's, it, d- he's done a ton of movies since Twilight, but they're all low budget. Yeah. Like the, the Oh, yeah? Yeah, like the biggest budget movie that you might remember him from is Water for Elephants, which I didn't get to see that one, but apparently okay. he was good. I didn't, I didn't even know he was in that. Let's see. Since Breaking Dawn Part 2, which was the last Twilight, he's done one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Are these fourteen movies? In, are, are they only released in in internationally or something? Like, well, you know how the game is right now. If it's not a superhero movie, it's not going to get a lot of backing for wide release. So they, yeah, it's art house theaters and and festivals. I don't see, but that's the thing where it's like, I mean, obviously, I uh, love superhero movies. We're not going to do a forty minute argument on the business of movie theaters right no, now. I, I'm not trying to talk about the business of movie theaters. I'm just just take about- my word for it. That's no, how it's going. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. What what I'm about to say uh, is this: You had that tone. No, no, I love movie. I love superhero movies, but I like movies in general too. I don't always get to go out to see them, but I at least usually know about them, so I know what I'm missing. You know, like oh man, I need to make sure I get out to go see this or go see that. You know what I mean? I may not have necessarily, like, say, for instance, uh, got to go see Vice, yeah. but I knew it existed, yeah, and I wanted to see it because it looked good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just like, even though I don't know, like, even though I didn't get to go out and see a movie like that, I knew I knew it existed. I knew who was in it. I knew that everybody looked like they were good. You know what I mean? And it made me be like, man, I'm missing that. In I've chat. never seen a movie with Pattinson in it, or at least that I can recall or recognize that I was just like, man. You, you might not recognize him. I posted a picture of yeah. two dudes. One of those is Pattinson. Yeah. And what, it's which, what movie is this? I don't know. That I is it's Lighthouse. Called, it's called uh, Cannes 2019. No, that's the Cannes Film Festival. So Cannes. That, it's, that's not it's how you Cannes, Cannes. Actually, it's actually pretty like, Cannes. Yeah, like I know, like I know James Cannes. That's not how you spell it. <laughs> that that movie's called The Lighthouse. I, okay. I don't think it's been I, I released to the sense. public yet. And Pattinson is the dude on the right. Yeah, He's the dude on the left. <laughs> oh, that would be really impressive. <laughs> is, he, is he the dude on the left? <laughs> I think that's William Defoe on the left, though. Wow. Oh, jeez. Okay, actually, I heard of that movie, and I sure enough, I did not know that that was Robert Pattinson there behind that. I'm, I'm telling you, you've probably seen a couple of his movies yeah. since, and you just don't know it because he's that good. Uh, listen, I, I will take everything back that I'm saying right now if I've seen one movie that he's been in and I didn't realize he was in it. Like, uh, if I didn't realize it was him, that means he's acting his ass off. Time to rattle off lists. I know. <laughs> Because I will take it back. Look, I have his know. IMDb up. Yeah, do it. Do it. Start I'm from not, the beginning. I am not the dude to mess around and just say these kind of things lightly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not just trying to hate on the guy. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, shit. What? That movie, Candice 2019? <laughs> like, it's made by the director of The Witch. 
Oh, okay. I know you like that movie. That's one of my. You don't remember that. I do. No, you just you just in, inferred it no, from my tone. No, no, I yeah. literally remember you. Like, I don't know. You know why? I feel like for well, did you talk about that when we were talking about the witches comic book? Possibly. I feel like that's why I remember it. I might have ranted about it at my birthday. I, I maybe I don't know. The witch I, and the void are two movies that I go in for some reason. I end up ranting about whether I'm drunk or sober. I don't. I don't know what the void is. Look, consider yourself unfortunate. <laughs> One day you'll hear the blackened call. Oh Lord, uh, caller, you are the fourth member, coveted, coveted fourth member, of Fantastic Forum. Tell people who you are, where you're calling from, and what you think about Robert Pattinson as Batman. I'm hit. I'm calling from the lighthouse. <laughs> That's actually me on the left in that picture. That is. That is. That. that is in fact Hector on the left. I recognize yeah. it now. It's a. Yeah. They had me made up like Willem Dafoe. They yeah. wanted a stunt double. And I feel like that. Needs I was free that little, day. That needs to be your your new Twitter handle. That's me on the left. <laughs> Heck, that's what do you think about left. Robert Pattinson? Heck, uh, he was good in that one band, but um, I don't one know. Band. Yeah. About I guess he did music too. Since the movie, or, or or he's doing other stuff outside of acting. No, I'm just fucking around. Oh, damn it. Is there a Pattinson in another band that I don't know? I don't get it. Wasn't I don't Patton- get that reference. It was an English band or something, I think. Some dude was Pattinson or I'm thinking of Jimmy Page or something. I don't know. Well, he does He does have that Jimmy Page look right now. Yeah, so I don't know. Look, but, can I mean, Pattinson drop his accent? He can, yeah. Okay. I mean, if a uh, fucking... Did he have an accent in Twilight? No, he didn't have an accent. I don't know. You saw it, Lawrence. You tell us. <laughs> I mean, dude, I saw the the first Twilight like ages ago. I don't know, like when but it came you, out. I, look, you know enough to know he was bad in it. You said he wasn't good in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, dude, the whole movie was pretty bad. No, there was no good parts of it. You know, you know me. Like, I'm not the dude that goes to a movie looking for it, even one I don't want to see. I don't mess around and go to it looking for it to fail. I I try to get the good out of out of any situation I'm in. Right. Uh, Sir, and you're that, obviously it, not a preteen. Watching I'll, movies. I'll say I'll say this. There, it, this is not the first time we've criticized uh, a casting choice and been proving absolutely wrong. Listen, well, look, that, this is the, it's we haven't been proven. Look, we haven't proven right either. It's all but, speculation. But no, but I'm saying I'm the ones that are usually trying to tell you all that give it a shot. You said give it a shot to uh, Heath Ledger. I did. I don't. If you go that. back to the archive. Our archives don't go back that far. Those episodes are lost because because I was sitting here telling you all about uh, a Knight's Tale, and you are like, really? You're gonna bring up the (laughs) a Knight's Tale movie? The friggin' first of all, rock you medieval joint? I'm like, I promise you, the dude is good. I remember that because I actually like a Knight's Tale. Yeah, and I was were like, you saying give Gal Gadot a chance? I did. Listen, listen. What? What? what There's actually proof. What proof on YouTube that I said give her a chance? I I will say this. What I said about Gal Gadot was that we've never seen her act. I've seen Fast and Furious. I've seen her act. Yeah, but it looks the bar is low in that for acting. Like nobody's acting in that movie. In Fast and Furious, she doesn't say anything. All she does is walk around half naked. Acting. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. That was what I said about Gal Gadot. You're right. I need to watch that movie again. So I, you know, I don't know, man. It's like, like Bat- Batman I, castings I, I, have I, been criticized since Michael Keaton. So I'm, yeah, I'm done criticizing casting choice. I'll I'll talk shit after well, the movie comes out. 
one of uh one of the 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 clients at the shop told me that he just didn't want them because he was in twilight twilight and twilight's a bunch of faggotry oh jeez so of course i have to get up <laughs> he's like, ledger was in brokeback mountain older client right he's like so uncouth oh no he's young <laughs> yeah no he He's faggot. He said faggotry. Yeah, man. And uh, you oh, know, that's a really yeah. dad. So well, well his dad's a pastor. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> so um, I, I stand by my statement. <laughs> yeah. So of course I get up on my soapbox. And, Does he go uh, to Westboro? No. Well, I mean, if you go to Hispanic church, like they're all like Westboro, but like on steroids. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, yeah. it's they, like, like they that. feel the same, but they're not going to get in your face like that. They don't have oh, the, the dude, same. Yeah, look, I don't feel like they have the same kind of. Half of those people of... were child soldiers in some civil war in some shithole country. So. Oh, jeez, man. Like, why you got to call Central American countries shitholes? Well, America made it shithole, but we're not going to get into how they give the weapons and drugs out there. Amen. Um, that's a whole other show. Indeed. That we'll do on NPR. One right. <laughs> Fantastic politics. I mean, we already right. mentioned Fast and Furious. So it's like, welcome to the Central American Hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a soothing voice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like, dude, like that's no, like that's no reason to not want them. It's not like DC's ever done anything to like give you a high bar for a Batman. You know what I mean? I, I do know what you mean. And and here's what here, like I'm gonna say something unpopular. But and, and understand this is like you gotta you gotta hear me out on this. Michael Keaton kind of got grandfathered go. into being a great Batman. Yeah. Like like Michael Keaton, like if you cast Michael Keaton, a young Michael Keaton in this day and age, no, he's a bad. terrible Batman. Mm-mm, he's too short. Michael Keaton was a a, a product of the day and the age that the comic book movies are being made. I'm not saying I don't like the performance. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm not saying that uh, uh, he's not a, f- a personal favorite of mine. But, but if, if Batman 89 came out now, do you know how badly it would be panned by everybody? Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I think at, at a certain point, I think everybody understands that. But when we talk about Michael Keaton and how good of a Batman he was, he was a good Batman for 1989, and there being like very few comic book movies to point to. Are you kidding like, me? His, his face looks like the Batman mask. What? His face looks like the Batman mask. Look at his eyebrows. He's got like that natural. Like if you just paint his face <laughs> yeah, black, his, but, his face doesn't look like the Batman like, mask. Michael Keaton maybe, maybe in they blackface. The Batman mask to look more like his face. If, but you, that's, if you saw that's Michael, what happened more so. If you saw Michael Keaton in, in blackface, you'd just think he was dressed as Batman. I guarantee you I would not. Um, I'd punch Michael Keaton in the face. There was commentary from a comic book professional. I'm not going to say his name because, got, you know, yeah, I don't have permission. Basically. Okay. But he said. Was it Dan Jurgens? No. <laughs> <laughs> he basically said, I don't want a bat boy. I want a Batman. And he put a picture of John Hamm. Sounds but, like Greg Capullo. But this, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is supposed to be like a, a year two thing. You know what I mean? Oh, it is. Yeah, that's the 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 whole. That's where they went. Um, I heard that. I don't know how true this is. I didn't. I didn't get enough time to verify this. But when, when did we get year one? Well, we did Gotham. It. That was oh, okay. Like, well, yeah, kind of like making sure. They, uh, I guess, yeah, or whatever, um, whatever Batman Begins was, you know, like. 
Oh, I could see that. Back so they're back like giving you something in between like that, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember but, Scott Snyder telling you that, and yeah, I don't agree. <laughs> well, so uh, a, another uh, aspect of this movie, because we don't know what it's about or who's going to be in it or anything. Like they, they've done these speculations on what villains are in it, and it's supposed to be like five villains, but I don't trust it because I only saw it in uh, fan uh, profiles on Instagram. You know, I didn't see actual news coverage, but. I heard that Ben Affleck was on like Jimmy Kimmel or one of these late night shows and they asked him like why did you drop off a of Batman and basically he said I couldn't do the story that I wanted to do which was I wanted an action adventure story and Matt Reeves wants a um, detective story mm. so he's like I couldn't on when I had to switch to detective story like I had the ideas that I really loved and wanted and I can't um, I couldn't do them in that more toned down Nori type of story. So th- with that and then the Battinson, I'm like, I think he'd be a good fit. He doesn't have to play Bruce Wayne all that much in it. And my biggest thing was I thought he was short. Like he looks like a short guy to me, like five eight, you know. Yeah, he's he's tall. But he's six one. Yeah. So like so that was it. That was my biggest thing was that, you know, uh I actually in, in I was having beers with Emily and Liz, I think on Sunday or Friday, one of these days, and we <laughs> talked about it, and I said, you know what, these fuckers are bitching because he's on, he was on Twilight, and that's why they're mad. They should be mad at the fact that he doesn't have black hair, he's not tall enough, he's not buff enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that should be, they should be angry about. You and, know, uh, you know and, what the worst I, thing about his look is? What he he looks like he's the adult version of Gotham Bruce Wayne. But I think that's kind of what they're going for because Gotham had a good um a good response and good ratings, and they're like, well, if we give them something along that feel, like they they you know they'll do they'll do better, you know. And, and see, it's interesting because like earlier in the week. Uh, you know, I saw a thing on Twitter and I, I texted this to the guys where there are people that were like, dude, he should play Terry McGinnis. Yeah, but nobody wants, no, I mean, they're not, not nobody wants to see that. It's the, the mainstream Warner, doesn't know who that is. Yeah. And Terry <laughs> and, and, and Warner <laughs> isn't going to bank on a Terry McGinnis movie. Listen, listen, uh, listen, I guess here's my thing. It's like. <clears throat> At this point in the DC extended universe, if we're like, oh, people don't mainstream doesn't know who that is. It's like, that's not a good reason not to do something in that regard. Like Marvel already showed that you can mess around and make an entire (laughs) franchise off of people that no one knows who they are. But But if you mess around and do a a Batman Beyond, especially considering how many failed Batman projects we've had in the last however many, you know, years, it's like, I think, I think people would, especially if you cast Keaton as old Batman, that could work. Like people would give yeah. that a shot. I, I, I hear you, but I, I don't think like I think whoever's running the DCEU right now is really like okay. We just gotta, we just gotta get a good, a good Batman movie, and then then we'll be able to just make everything again. Like it, it's kind of like how Marvel was like, okay, we just gotta get this good Iron Man movie, and then we we start planning Avengers. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't feel it's the same at all. Like I feel like because it's like you, they've had good Batman movies, and that Look, was like that was that name was one, but but that wasn't DCEU. That was them paying a, a indie guy, a filmmaker, to work on their property. They didn't. If they would have, if they were smart, they would have expanded from there. 
but they tried to and they didn't because ultimately like the guy that they got they were going to have him alongside with Zack Snyder being the architect of this DCEU and then he's like you guys are fucking idiots I'm out and he dropped out look all I'm saying to you is DC's biggest issue is that they couldn't see beyond Batman Superman. It's like I and I understand at this point they're they've alleviated that to a degree because they finally made a Wonder Woman movie. We got an Aquaman movie. We got a Shazam movie. By the way, I'm never watching Aquaman. Why? Uh, I heard there's sharks with lasers on them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. You you saw it. I listen. I don't remember everything about Aquaman. It's, it's look, not it's not a memorable flick. Man, look, I don't look. There might be a shark with a laser. I don't remember. I don't. Know. It's, it's, a huge it's all ridiculous, Mo. It's like Wait, what what? I was t- selling me on it because they're like, oh, you got to see this, and I'm like, no, no, I oh. don't. I got to see it because. I don't want like if any movie should be bad, it should be the Aquaman movie because it's, it's got bad comics. Like Aquaman has good comics too. Yeah, but more they're more bad comics than good comics. Yeah, but that's because but, of bad so, writers. Look, and I, also, I don't want, I don't want to live in a world where the Aquaman is the good DC movie, <laughs> and the Batman and Superman one isn't. No, but Batman and Superman have had plenty of good movies. Like there's there's only there's only been. Two DC movies with people together in them, and that's it. And they both suck. Well, that's maybe what, not. Look, all the, again, Justice League's okay. And, I, guess. I don't. Oh, oh. I don't want. That, I mean, these motherfuckers. When my brother included. I mean, you. You hung out with my brother, Larry. You know, my brother's a fucking nut. Yes. Um, this motherfucker's over here telling me I love it because it reminds me of Lord of the Rings and Black Panther. <laughs> See, like an uh, Aquaman movie should not remind you of either one of those. Right. That's what I'm saying. No. Like, d- don't worry. Look, Wonder Woman is the best DC movie now. Period. Look, I'm not. Once they told me sharks with lasers on them, I'm like, look, the dude was young. I told him, look, that used to be a joke that we made fun of Doctor Evil for. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like you tell me that that's the cool part of the movie. I'm never seeing this piece of shit. (laughs) That that may happen, but that's not the cool part of the movie. I'm I'm definitely not. That's the part that he chose to tell me. Yeah, but he's also a prepubescent kid. No, he's in his wait till wait till his balls drop and then he can tell you about Mira. <laughs> I'm not. The, I'm not the. I don't consider myself the target demo. I, I've come to the realization that's why I don't like things because I'm not the target demo. You you've definitely watched worse topic movies than Aquaman. I'll tell you that already. Uh, I don't want to believe. That. No, it's true. I guarantee you. Like I, said, I, like, wanna, I, I you, promise you, you that's the, the case. I'll, I'll never but, know. But what, I, what I'll say to you is, you know, like DC slash Warner Brothers, and I honestly, I put this on Warner Brothers more than anybody because, you know, Warner Brothers obviously has been, been in control of what happens multimedia-wise over there for a long time. And, you know, they give the com- they give the, the animated guys carte blanche and they get to do what they want and they make amazing stuff most of the time. And the live action stuff, they held tight reins on. And, you know, you had varying, varying degrees of success. Some stuff has been blockbusters. Others has been te- others of them have been terrible. And, you know, the, the fact is, it's like there's a rich stable of characters that DC could have been making movies about, whether they connect or not. You know, like it's not like they needed them to connect in order to be successful. Obviously, you know, Marvel found a formula and tapped into something that they were like, they believe in the characters. They believe in comic books and, and serial serialized storytelling. 
And so they were like, let's try that in movies, and it paid off for them. DC didn't have to do that. All they had to do was just make good movies about the characters that people loved. And the problem was, for whatever reason, you know, Warner Brothers felt like Batman and Superman were their only viable choices. And they kept going back to the well for each of those over and over and over again. And people are like, well, I don't want to make the same movie that they made in the 70s, or I don't want to make the same movies they made in the 80s. And of course, what you know, these people not being quite as imaginative as others, they messed around and they started making some bad stuff. And it's like, as you can see with Wonder Woman, which no one has ever gotten the chance to make a movie of except for maybe a TV movie, there was plenty of fertile ground there and it turned out to be a hit. And, you know, obviously we've never seen an Aquaman movie before. And lo and behold, for better or for worse, no matter how you feel about Aquaman as a comic book character, that movie ended up being pretty much a hit too. So it's like, look, I don't know what you want. I mean, Shazam did decent as well so it's kind of like again i'm not to target them it was not for me yeah but but what i'm saying is it's like it's not like they had to wait until now to start making characters outside of batman superman they could have been doing that like the shazam movie that i went to go see would have been a smash hit in the 90s like that joint would have been amazing and they probably could have got away with calling him captain marvel but they waited and now they can't even call the dude captain marvel because Marvel's taking the brand to such a degree that they're like, yeah, look, they'll think that it's us. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. So I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's I blame weird. Warner Brothers. Say what? I blame Warner Brothers. Oh yeah, and no, it's de- it's definitely on them because it's like, dude, like they could have they could have messed around and and jumped in on that early if they wanted to because that's a good character. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's so sad. I, I'm still it still trips me out because I think about it every now and then where I'm like, man, like Zachary, uh, uh. Levy, 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 like Levy. that was the weak link in that movie. Like if they could find, if they could have found a kid or a, a, a actor that could act as good as that kid, that movie would have been at least two to three times better. Well, that uh, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you. But having him be a child in an adult superhero body is the wrong way to go. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what Captain Marvel is, though. No, that's what New Fifty Two Shazam is. No, I mean, he's always been a kid. No. He wasn't they switch kid? bodies. It's it's like the Donald Blake thing. Like oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And okay, and I'll give you that. That's why. Yeah. Uh, I, look, listen. Uh, I'm not a fan like you are, so you have to forgive me from that. Like no, look, but it, it just that's the the idea that pisses me off about other shit too. Like. But most of the versions of Captain Marvel I know are him being a child in that body, but it works. Or it's worked in the past, like not not New 52, and definitely not in this movie. Because, like I said, the the Levy acts more immature than the actual kid when he's a kid. You read Kingdom Come. I know. Like, he wasn't a kid in that body. Well, but he wasn't a... He had grown up. Kingdom Come is like 20 years later. But even a grown up, like, he, he was grown up, and he still wasn't the same guy he was when he got hit by the lightning. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. The, the he, old... was sniv- he was a sniveling guy that was about to get beat up, and he 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 stuttered and said Shazam, and then he was the guy that was. But about he to... looked the same. He, he had Mr. Same. Mind That's... controlling him at that point he for years. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that he's not the same person. I think in Kingdom Come he is the same person. I think he just feels different in one body versus the other. Well, plus he's been in mind control for years at that point. Yeah, that's true. Spoilers. Too. I mean, how dare you? Still not the same guy. I think that's debatable. But you know, I, I, I disrespectfully disagree. <laughs> <laughs> 
Captain Marvel hasn't been different from from Billy Batson in decades. Yeah, I can't. I mean, because I know all the animated series that wasn't the case, and I think I feel like the comics, like since the animated series, I feel like the comics have been following that that route. But at the same time, that's me with my like. Obviously, I'm not reading any Captain Marvel comics. I'm reading him doing guest appearances in other people's books, which is not the same thing. But you know, I think that that's the case in those books, which. But I, yeah, and don't get me wrong. Hey, I, obviously that is very. You can say that that's not how it was supposed to be, and I believe that. Yeah, but, but if you want to go that route, then Marvel Captain Marvel should have the stupid bands, right? No, no. I don't know. Well, what well, they didn't do that because you know Rick Jones. They didn't want they they couldn't afford Steve Zahn. <laughs> Listen, I mean, they skipped. They skipped that Captain Marvel. Yeah, I mean, they, they skipped they, Miracle Man. What? See, now you just toss the names out there. Is <laughs> it Miracle Man or Mister Miracle? No, Mister Miracle is DC. Yeah, Miracle I mean, Man. Both of them are things, but it's like neither all, one. Are, all three of them are things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Like there's Mister Miracle. The conversation. There, there's, yeah, there's Mister Miracle. There's Miracle Man. There's Captain Marvel. Yeah, but Miracle Man is Captain Marvel. No. Miracle Man is Marvel Man, which okay. was later, later became Captain Marvel. No, no, that's totally later different. became Captain. What the fuck? No, <laughs> Miracle Marvel Man is a character that Marvel owned in Europe, and then they didn't own, but they couldn't call it Marvel Man, so they had to call it Miracle Man. Right, and then eventually Marvel owned them owned them again the f- later on, and then he still called Miracle Man. This is all bullshit. But then they reprinted. <laughs> yeah. This is all, this but, is all bullshit. By the way, how? How is Mr. Miracle his his secret identity, his his code name, but his actual name is Scott Free? I never get that. Huh? Like Scott Free it should be like the his other superhero name. Sorry. Scott Free should be a guy that wears khaki pants and a light brown shirt and hunts for treasure. <laughs> He's like uh with Nathan Drake, like that. <laughs> his name should be Scott Free. I don't know. A guy that can escape anything and his name is Scott Free is always like in the back of my head has bugged me. Like that yeah. that should be his, his... We're off topic. We're off topic now. So all this to say Scott Snyder doesn't like the Robert Pattinson pick or what, it's, not, what we... it's not Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder Scott Snyder loved the new DC logo when it looked like the peeling of a band-aid. Like yeah, he's a he company did. man. He like, is. He, I love stickers. Yeah. He loves everything they do. I wish um, I wish you would do American Vampire. There's no home for it anymore. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. It made me sad. There's, I, like, I, I mean, don't know. There's, I like there's Vertigo, but Vertigo isn't like creator own stuff anymore. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so I guess we're giving Rob, Robert Pattinson a chance, is what we're saying. Huh? That's what I'm saying. It's not like DC's giving the high bar. <laughs> like, 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 like. Let, real talk. Let's, let's. Uh, like, there are four of us here right now. I want everyone. Let, let's. Okay. Let's say if, if we go. What, what do we want to say? The high end of Batman is. Are we talking about uh, Clooney? I'm not Clooney. I'm sorry. Are we talking about uh, Clooney? I'm sorry. Clo- Clooney's the bottom. Are we talking about the top end as Keaton, or are we talking about the top end as friggin' uh, what's my boy from Dark Knight? Bale. 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 Yeah. Uh, are Bale you talking the just end? the acting or the money or the movie? Yeah. That. Well, that's the thing because the movie, like, let, I don't think I don't think Christian Bale was that great a Batman. Like they, any anybody could have really just been in the cowl, you know. He did his Bruce Wayne thing a little bit, but that's just him doing American Psycho again. Oh man! Bale, Bale on his own is like middle of the road. Yeah. Really? 
Christian Bale's Batman look, is middle of the road? Saying that, like, I think he's the best Batman. What? Wait, what? Wait, why is B- he Bale's middle of the road Batman was in like, the best Batman movie. Let's talk, no, and, and let's not talk like, about Batman. Keaton, to me, like, the reason I love Keaton is because he was broody as Batman, and he was even broodier as Bruce Wayne because he couldn't be Batman. But okay, but I like me, that quality too. But let me let me like when you say middle and, of the road, basically what I'm say, hearing is you're saying like okay, Keaton's at the top, Bale's in the middle, Clooney's at the bottom. So you're saying like who's above Bale then? We're talking about like Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, Kilmer. Kilmer. Like if you're gonna get Kilmer, especially at that time to be Bruce Wayne, like his Bruce Wayne was was pretty cool. It was Devonair, Charlie, be your Huckleberry. Like he was still, <laughs> he was like he was like Jim Morrison. Rockstar when he like, wasn't no, you know, Kilmer's mouth is too pretty. Oh, but look, that's the thing. That's, like that's a that's Oz personal thing right yeah. there. <laughs> but I like, I like Batflick the like the best. The Batflick sucked. He was poorly like, written, but sucked, the way but... the way Ben Affleck actually portrayed the character, I think, no. was, was better. Mm-hmm. No. Like, Ben Affleck's Batman is actually pretty good. His Bruce Wayne is kind of terrible. His Bruce Wayne but, is terrible. Like the. The problem, if you're bringing him Affleck into this, is that he's playing old Batman. Like, did play him? Wait, is that what? He's he's playing old Batman though. Well, Everybody yeah, else so, was like thirty year old. But that's but that's what sucks because he didn't like. You can't tell that he's old. <laughs> he has the gray like, hair. Why? Why but, does? Sometimes- <laughs> Him playing an older Batman have anything to do with it? Like, why is what makes that not Batman? Because once you get into old Batman, you're comparing it to Dark Knight Returns Batman, and Dark Knight Returns Batman has a completely different mindset from any other Batman. Dark Knight Returns Batman has a different mindset. Yeah, yeah. the book, so, so, not the movie. Wait, why? So, but that's that's Christian Bale, right? No, no, the book. He's talking about the the book. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking about the actual comic. Yeah. Yeah, but what's that? Wait, but, but what does that have to do with them acting as Batman on the that screen? That means that I mean, Ben Affleck fucked up at playing an old Batman. Yeah, no, but see, I guess in my mind, I'm like, I get that he's playing a particular version of Batman, but then I mean, you could say that about almost any version. Like in that case, Christian Bale is playing a year one Batman. In, in right. that case, that Clooney. Terrible. I hated that, and, too. and so like, it, so it, I was mad at that too. Batman can't be put on the scale either. Like, it, here's the thing about Bale though, he plays. Three different Batman in three different times. Because if you look at the time frame in that whole trilogy, he starts year one. Then he's uh, Dark Knight is like regular continuity Batman. And then once you get to Dark Knight Rises, he's Dark Knight Returns Batman, technically. He's not Dark Knight Returns Batman. It's like an... It's... No, Once he's that, that look, that's you making stuff up in your head. No, that's that's the time no, frame. And they established no. it in the movies, no, man. No, no. The, what are you talking they, about? They fucked up, too. What, what did the movie say that he? Why is he Dark Knight? Returns Dark Knight. Re- Dark Knight Rises takes place eight years after Dark Knight, and it takes place eight years later. Eight years yeah. later. Is that? Does they do they say that in the movie? They yeah. say it in the movie. It does, but he's not old still because he's still only like thirty five. Right. That's yeah. true. That's, that's true. Why like, I hate after, the Nolan movies. What? Why do you? What? Why do you hate them? Because time passes. Like what? Why? why no, because time didn't pass enough. What? He should have been older in the third one. What? Time passes, but there's nothing in the visuals that explains time passes. I mean, you know what I mean? Give you because I had no idea it was eight years later. Yeah, see, but why? Why does it matter if we're talking about like we're talking about him basically like in in the first Batman movie? He's like twenty something. Okay, so for, eight- first Batman movie takes place. 
five years, five years before Dark Knight? Or I don't, three I don't years? know. I mean, it's not that I would like, say five only because DC has like a thing with five. So if, if we take that into consideration, between Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises, there's a at least 13 or 14 year gap. But he's still probably like like late 30s then. I, I think 13 is right because DC also has a thing with 52. And 13 Stop. times 2 is 26 Stop. times Stop. 2 is 52. <laughs> I need you to quit with this numerology. Fake, that, fake hey, DC numerology. It's DC's numerology. Like, that's how they work. Listen, I feel like we're putting caveats on this thing. Like, and don't get me wrong. Maybe I think of it too simply. But I'm just like, take the guys that played Batman and think about how much they act like Batman. And I get that. A new Batman acts different than a really old Batman, hence the difference between Bale versus, uh, like, Bale in the first movie versus... I, I, I'll give it to you like this. If you're just taking them at face value, yeah. Keaton's at the top, Adam West is right under him. Adam West is yes. under Keaton? Yeah. Why? Because that was Batman in the 60s. Yeah, everything no, Adam West... Oh, no, come on, man. Adam, Adam West, West Batman was Adam everything West. Batman's supposed to be, except he was, rooting. He was Adam a detective West. and a problem solver. Yeah. Oh. And it was also it, it, cartoony. It, 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 Batman wasn't a badass until Miller came along and gave him his balls back. Yeah. Not until Miller, but... And put this into perspective, Adam West is the only one that does any detective work. That's not true. He did yeah. it the most. He did yeah. it the best. Well, he did, Christian he Bale, did the most because he Bale, was in a TV show. Christian Bale, like, all he really did was impose on people's civil rights. Listen, <laughs> what, what, what I'll say to you is this. I don't even think Adam West should be considered only because technically he was doing, he did, like, TV and TV movie. If you want to put the TV movie in there, I guess we can, but then I think that that pit takes him way down versus what? over the course but of we, his television. Well, the, How dare the, you, Lawrence? The Batman what TV about the guy movie? from the serials? Huh? The guy from the serials from the twenties? <laughs> yeah. like, that's not that's not it's radio, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> there was a there was a TV. No, show. there was in movie theaters before movies. The, there was two there different like, serials, and I yeah. think that's too far. No, I don't know. That's too dude. far back. No, like I don't think Adam West should be in this conversation. I don't think the dude from the twenties serial. I I think we should start with Keaton and we end with Affleck, and and so that's the scale. I don't know. Look, and apparently <laughs> the, this is a much like like deeper discussion than I realized because I thought we could all just be like, okay, Clooney's at the bottom, and maybe we're talking about Keaton or Bale but, at the top. Th but this is why Warner Brothers. Banks everything on Batman. Batman's deep. No, 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 no. Batman's a deep character, yes. But that's a it's a mistake. It's like Batman is a great character. He's not the only great character DC has. He, he isn't the only great character, but he's the most fleshed out. No, no, he's not. I don't know, man. You gotta read these five issues of Martian Manhunter. Dude! Uh, okay, I'll I, give you that. I'm just saying, like, there's there's like DC has a, a like honestly, like a question movie by itself could have changed DC's entire fate. Like Warner Brothers, their whole like, But they would have fucked that up. Maybe, maybe not. Would they have? That's the question. He, they would have turned the question into Alex Jones. No, dude. The, look, Frogs are gay. You're, you're saying that like they would have paid attention to it. They probably would have done a Deadpool on that joint. Ah. Here's your little budget. Make your movie. Just, you know, don't bother us anymore. And that joint would have been their Deadpool. Been the hit that they're like, oh, <laughs> you know, where they're just like, dude. Like, Billy, o I, Billy O.K. in chat says Batman is trash. I wish Billy would call in because he, ve what's the word, vehemently hates he, Batman. He he hates Batman. Yes. Oh, he, he's the, I, believe, I believe the word is vehemently. 
I don't think so. But we we all agree Burt Ward was a was a good Robin, right? Oh yeah. Burt Burt Ward is a good Robin. But at the same time, it's like again, like we're not even talking about Robins. Like let's not even do that. <laughs> oh God. Why not? But One okay. of them becomes a Batman. So, so what the question I was gonna ask Burt Ward as Batman in the next movie. Just just go on the record then. Like I don't care who you have at the top, but I guess put let, let's say whatever your bottom Batman is is a one and whatever your top batman is is a 10 uh i mean we all got Clooney at the bottom right i i would i hope so because i I don't i don't even know if i can have that discussion like who who's worse than Clooney as batman i have affleck as the bottom really that affleck is the worst worse than Clooney. i have lewis wilson Clooney had is lewis wilson i posted his picture in chat in the 40s (laughs) dude we're not we're not including that guy Okay, well, in that case, I guess I'll go with Robert Laurie as my bottom. Who is that? He did the Batman and Robin TV show in 49. God damn it. You know what? Never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm so done. You know what? Warner Brothers is right. Just ca- let them cast whoever they want to cast. I don't. I don't know if I even care anymore. I think. Well, I, that's I think what I've been conversation saying. Has, has broken me to Batman. It's that's like who is, who's the new Batman? Oh, it's friggin' uh, uh, Cheech Marin. Cool. Let's do it. Why not? What's wrong with that? Nothing. Bat Batman. Right, nothing. Look, Dark Knight Returns. Right. He was great in Nash Bridges. Listen, I'm on board at this point. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. It's like, wait, who? Who's um, the, Who's the new Batman? Niecy Nash? Got it. Let's do it. Let's try it. I'm down. I'm down too. It's like it's time for a housewife to be Batman. <coughs> um actually it's time. I think I watch her show. I thought you said Lil Nas X. Look, 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 I'm down for that too. Dude, I've been on Old Town Road for a while now. There it is. Batman <laughs> Batman rides a horse and Dark Knight returns, right? Yeah, let's, let's, let's bring it. it. Bring it bring it into the film. Let's do it. I like it. Let's try that. <laughs> <laughs> Billy O'Kay says, yeah, to the picture that I was put. Yeah, he's not the neighborhood pervert at all. <laughs> <laughs> the 40s were a different time. Oh, jeez, man. Stay they in were... school, kids. Oh, dude. Um, one thing I do have to say about, and this is why I was okay with him, especially once I found out that Battenson had was 6'1" is that uh, he looks like Scott McDaniel drawing Bruce Wayne. So it's like he looks... Yeah, he does. Can, can, Oz, can you post a picture of Scott McDaniel's Batman or Look, Bruce it's, Wayne? It's going to be hard because everything he drew were stories with just Batman in it. But the the chin looks like him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's one of my things, too. Like, honestly, like if you do a good, cool, noir detective story with Batman... Like he could literally just work straight on the case and give you a compelling story if you do it right, where you I don't even need that. Bruce Wayne. You know, like you don't. Yeah, like you can make a good Batman movie with no Bruce Wayne in it if you want to. Yeah, and it so, could totally be literally like him as Batman out in the streets and yeah. him it, w- with his mask off in the Batcave when he's at the mansion, and that's it. Like even if you play, I don't know if you guys played Arkham Knight. Yes. But, like Arkham Knight, you don't need any Bruce Wayne in there at all. That's true. And I if don't you think there's a lot of that, Bruce Wayne. If you adapt that, you'll have your action adventure and your detective stuff in it. Yeah. I mean, that, 
look, and and that was actually I had that thought when you were saying that about Affleck because I'm just like it feels to me like you can have both action adventure and a detective noir story together in a yeah. Batman movie and it'd be seamless. But maybe he was trying to go like over the top with it or something. Like I, I can understand if you're no. Ben Affleck, huh? Well. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to infer my thoughts on Affleck. But oh, like, I mean, I wasn't trying to say that, you know, he was doing too much, but I'm just saying, like, but I can understand that, you know, if you have an idea for a particular type of movie in your head and it's like, you know, mostly action adventure, I can see how you might be like, OK, well, maybe that doesn't fit with these like other moments of this fool skulking around, like looking at clues, <laughs> you know, which but is unfortunate, though, because it's like we don't get enough of Batman, like looking at clues and figuring stuff out. Yeah. Scott That's part the- of what made the uh, Telltale games awesome. Right. And the Snyder comics, like the first like six yeah. issues, you know? You're right. You're right. World's greatest detective. All he does is fight. Scott McDaniels is not <laughs> a does very is punch good artist. People. <laughs> uh, Billy O.K. also says, well, as long as their chins look the same. <laughs> Back to my comment about Scott McDaniel drawing. I, I don't. Scott McDaniel is not good. He's not. But <laughs> but the thing is, but but it, the point is, is he looks like that would be that guy. You know what I mean? You got any Bruce Wayne's? Uh, 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 you're gonna have a hard time finding. No, him. because he's he's mostly doing a lot of Nightwing stuff, actually. Yeah. So make it's hard, it's hard to Adams. find. Oh, hilarious! Well, if you make yours Neil Adams, then you're gonna have you know Zachary Levy with the fake muscles again. Uh, good point. That's the other thing. Do you guys think they'll put the muscle suit on him? No. I, I think, think he'll he do the work. In. I think he could pack it in. You're also remembering he's the guy that needs to shake off the stink of Twilight. Yeah. So he's going to do what it takes. He's going to be the yes man, and he's a name that could, you know, not necessarily put asses in seats, <clears> but <throat> it's like, okay, he's that guy. I want to see how he does it. Or you um, know what? He doesn't even need a bodysuit. Or anything like that. What if you give him a costume like uh, Arkham Knight or something, where he has the armor? Well, the, but the thing is, he's also—I don't know. Like, I like my Batman. <laughs> <to> be... <laughs> Billy okay put Nightwing in chat <laughs> with a close-up face, and just like ah, look crazy. It's like he's biting his bottom lip. What the hell? Yeah, that's that's uh, Scott McDaniel's art. Right yeah, there. that's what I'm saying. Like he also makes Nightwing look Asian, so that's why you have you know Asian Nightwing casting. Where, He's where not the have... one that drew uh, Public Enemies, right? That was all Jim Lee, right? No, that was Public Enemies was Ed McGuinness. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Asian Nightwing. There was a rumors that Stephen Yoon would play Nightwing, but then everything dissolved because they changed all the Batman stuff. Oh, look, I love it. We're like Asian Nightwing. Like uh, the, the rumor was that. enough for us to be like. Ugh. <laughs> no, that's stupid. We all know he's more of a gypsy. Well, yeah, he's Romani, but you know they could be anything. They could look either Irish or they could look Mexican or they could look Indian. Or if we go to '89, it could have been Marlon Wayans. Yeah. Is that McDaniel? That's not uh, McDaniel. No, that that's oh. the that's the back of the trade paperback for Bruce Wayne. Feeding. Oh, you know what he did Volume the two. he did the cover. My bad. Yeah, in the no cover, worries. the cover is not that good. I'll post the that, cover. That Bruce Wayne right there is completely Asian. That's not an Asian Bruce Wayne. That's just a dude. I mean, Asians are dudes too. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, like there's a few women in there too. At, at, that's hilarious. <laughs> Look at how bad the Scott McDaniel cover is. It's. Yeah, so you got Bruce Wayne in the Wanted poster. Oh, yeah, Why I didn't even notice that. There you go. Because it's Scott McDaniel. Oh. <laughs> like, his and his and crotches are like, are like other dudes' feet. <laughs> but like, like, is it, uh... 
the the lack of shadowing on his legs just make him look weird. Plus, his left leg is like yeah. th- there's no bones in that thing. <laughs> I guess the 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 thigh gap is like it's all muscle. Based. Oh my god, he's got no right thumb. It's like a little <laughs> nub. <laughs> Oh, I mean, sorry. you know, I'm telling you, don't mean you. to be this critical, Scott McDaniel's, but you know what you did, Pattinson. Batten, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's again, what Robert Pattinson look, has to look forward. The, the to. cape has an erection. Pattinson. Bat, yeah, the Pattinson. <laughs> well. Listen, what I will that say leg is, is completely too skinny. What What I do believe is that <laughs> I feel like it's a hell of a Robert, calf muscle, though. Robert. Pattinson, <laughs> portrayal of batman will probably end up being better than the finale of game of thrones so we have that at the very least do you want to talk about that we can if you want to eh, i mean we got a couple minutes to kill do it i really do only it. have one problem with that with that finale are we spoilering yeah fuck ahead, dude there's no spoilers in that joint shit the, the new york post the new york post spoil it in the front page did they really what they said yeah. They had like, oh, we have a king, and it's a picture of Brand. <coughs> wow. The yeah, the only problem I had with that ending, and you could still have the the Brand on the throne thing, is the the whole that uh, Jon Snow doesn't get on the throne. Like he should have taken over the throne, and then if he yeah. wants to be like, you know, I don't really want this, and this is all fucked me up. So we'll, we'll do we'll, we'll do this differently, and then they can do the whole. The, this council of basically the Starks extended family because everybody there is fucking related to the Starks decides the the king or whatever. But I I just would have liked to see Jon Snow like take the take the throne. I mean, I will say that that wasn't my problem with the finale, even though I can understand where you're coming from with that, because it just seems like, I mean, he basically did do like the world a service. And, you know, but uh, at the same time, it's not like anybody on that, like no one on that Grand Council was like, we need him banished. He George W. Bushed it. Kind of. Right. He did. Where, so it's not doing the world a service. He just created ISIS. He he didn't create. Well, kind of. The world is going right. to go into chaos. Because it's going to go into chaos, period. Like, it didn't for the final scene, but it's going to go back into chaos. Well, it, 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 I mean, when you say he created ISIS, I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about he's the one that propped up Daenerys. No, he created ISIS by killing Saddam Daenerys. And, no, see, I don't, and, I don't, and, and that, that leaves that Dana- Daenerys could have kept people in check with their fucking dragon, and, uh, you know, and then he just left it. He pulled out and he just left. He killed her and pulled out. He didn't establish a new regime. He didn't well, do anything. To, well, we to don't keep... and, and that's the problem with the finale because my whole thing was I was like, well, what's the conversation that happened after that? Like, he killed her. He left the, the palace, which he shouldn't have been able to kill her. But let's just say, okay, fine. We're just going to accept the fact that he could kill her. Fine. What does he go and say after that? Like, who does he go talk to? And what's that conversation like? That's something that I feel like we should have seen. Right. Because that's a, a conversation that we need to see. So I'm not mad so much at the idea like it's like, OK, well, we didn't like I, we I felt like we should have seen that because we don't know whether he tried to establish a government or not because he could have been like, hey, like I killed her. She was on some other stuff. I'm well, your king. The thing is, but we so don't know. I, I don't think he said that. I think he just said well, he just, he, I, I killed her and they put him in jail. You don't know. None of us know. And not only that, like. Us. The thing is, Varys sent crows telling his story that he's right. the rightful heir to the king, and then all of a sudden, nobody gives a shit. 
Well, but we don't know. Half the that's people. The, that's what I'm saying. That's half the people in that council like, knew I, I, that I'm he was the rightful people. king. What? Half the people on the council that chose Bran, including Bran, knew that he was the rightful king. No, but here's the thing. There's a difference between like, like, I, and I, this is the whole point. The Unsullied have the city, and the Unsullied are rocking with Daenerys no matter what. They don't care about lineage. They're like, yeah. you killed the queen. So for the, the the council, we're just trying to get the city back. And they're like, the Unsullied doesn't give a damn about lineage. They're like, you killed the queen as far as we're concerned. And so as part of the negotiation, they're like, hey, we need snow. And they're like, no, you can't have snow. But see, and the, oh, oh, see the, I, I know what you're saying, Lawrence, but that's also stupid, too, because the concession to the Unsullied is we're going to banish Jon Snow right. and then the Unsullied leave, like the very next right. scene. Right. Like, that's, that's no, the condition. Like, the, the Unsullied were like, he has to pay. And they're like, He's, we're not going to kill him, but if you're if you if you let go of the city, we'll banish him. And that's the concession, which nobody's happy with, because it's not like all of those people on the council want Jon Snow to stay because they're like, he actually saved the world. But the Unsullied are like, this guy has to die. And they're like, well, we're not going to get death, but we'll get banishment. And they're like, OK, well, we'll we'll let the city go if you banish him. You know, if they would have just let the Night King win, <laughs> the world would have been at peace for years to come. <laughs> right. Zombie zombie apocalypse peace. Fuck it. Embrace the void. Embrace death. Like not today, Mo. Not today. Like for what? <laughs> for, what I, I really don't get why the Lord of Light was banking on John. They, the I don't think the Lord of Light was John. Yeah, no, he brought he brought him back from the dead. For what? That's what I'm saying. Like, but but see, and that's why the show's messed up. Yeah, because that should have been important. Fuck around to read books now, but it wasn't. <laughs> and and I don't know if that's George R. R. Martin's fault, it's the not. writers of Game of Thrones' fault, whoever, maybe both. I don't know. From season five on, they weren't following the books at all. Like they didn't have any source material. Uh, is it from season five? I think so, yeah. I thought I thought it was like season seven. No, I, I think no, I think it was five. Like the the first season was the first two books. Not even the, it wasn't just one book. It was like two books in. Yeah. So they blew through those books quick. Uh, it's George R. R. Martin's fault for not writing fast. Well, <laughs> what he did, I I saw somebody talking about it where what he gave them was like the third draft uh-huh. of his outline. For you know the remaining story, and that's what they worked on to the end. But he's like on his tenth draft now. Is he working on the last book? I think there's still like two to go, but he's working on the third, like finishing up the third to last. Yeah, I, I, I like that. My wife Amber call, actually calls him fake ass Tolkien. Yeah, I mean, like, he's, like listen, he's got the RR in there in his name. Yeah, everything. listen. I would be I would be friggin' honored to be fake ass token. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is he fake ass token, he's he was lacking what token didn't have, which was fucking titties. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Like That's in so his, crazy. In his, like he's got like violence, sex violence, regular violence. Oh, like, I thought you meant because he's fat. Oh, no. I thought you meant <laughs> like, he literally has breasts. You're no, talking no, about in the book. That's in hilarious. The book, in the story, like it's salacious. It's scandalous. That's funny. You know, like it, it, but he it, got that, to these two. That gives he it does. that like little grounding quality that that honestly that's what really sucked people in a lot, I think. Cause they were showing dudes fucking, they were showing girls fucking, they were showing. You're talking about the, the books or the TV show? I'm talking about the TV show, but that was in the books too. Yeah, but in the books, Daenerys is like twelve. 
Well, I'm not talking about Daenerys. I look. That's the first set of titties you see in the show. Oh my that's god! Not, you see uh, Cersei's titties first. No, Where's you see face? Daenerys. Either face. way, it's like I mean, we can all agree though that like I mean, Lord of the Rings is just better whether it has breasts or not. It's so good that the ending is just like the ending of Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is so good oh, it doesn't need go to titties. How about that? No, no, I'm talking about Lord of the Rings is better, not Game of Thrones. I think Lord of the Rings is so good, it doesn't need titties. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's like, I mean, I think Game of Thrones will probably end up being good from the from, from a book perspective. If nothing else, George R.R. R. Martin will be able to, like, look at what happened and be like, okay, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> Billy you know? O'Kane chat says, fake-ass Tolkien is a great pen name. <laughs> <laughs> look, F.A. Tolkien. <laughs> I have for that guy. No, it would be F A A Tolkien. Why A A? I mean, you gotta have the double double letter. Oh, fake ass a Tolkien. I'm on a Tolkien kick because I saw that stupid movie. Oh, did you see that movie? Yeah. How'd you like it? It's boring. Well, yeah, he said it. I mean, it's a recap of Tolkien's life in like. You're, you're, yeah, you're watching a guy imagine stuff. No, well, it's a uh, paint dry. It's interesting to me. It, it, I mean, the, it is interesting, but. It's still like watching paint dry. Like the, Sometimes the, that could be interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, because it, the the trailer makes you think it's his uh, World War One stuff, which is kind of interesting. I mean, it's everything. But that's only like a. It's like an episode of Arrow where you get a few minutes of of the World War One stuff, and then he like passes out, and you go back to his childhood, and it's him trying to hook up with this with this one chick. That I mean, it, he marries her. It's not a spoiler. That's his life. It, it, it's pretty accurate to what we know of his life. When I'll does he fight Deathstroke? Deathstroke? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Because you said it's like an episode of Arrow. Season one. Season that? one Arrow. There was no Deathstroke in season one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a fine movie. It's a good look. Amber is the the huge Tolkien <clears throat> fan, and she loved it. Uh, it's a lot of dialogue. I think I'd probably like it too. A lot more dialogue than which you know. If you've read Tolkien, that, that's his thing. It's dialogue. But it's him and the fellowship that he grew up with. You know, he had his, his three buddies. So it, it's like uh, like the like the four hobbits in Lord of the Rings. Like that. Yeah. It, that's literally where he got those characters. Too. Yeah. Who was it? Was it uh, C.S. Lewis and who else? Oh, I forget. Well, was it C.S. Lewis? I know two of yeah. them died in in the war. Yeah. So yeah, I can give you the names. It's just gonna take me a second yeah. to look it well, up. Well, let's just say one of them was Dante and the other one was John Milton completely hmm. wrong i don't know who those are but it's in, it sounded literary <laughs> i know he was friends with the dude that played saruman right like he was one of their little clique oh, really? pro- well no he was but not like in the little clique like the guy was a huge fan of his books and he befriended him oh yeah wow. and life like christopher lee yeah. yeah and there's a yeah i don't know if this is true this is just what amber told me as as we were watching it but there's a scene where tolkien slaps the fuck out of one of his buddies and uh she said that that guy that plays saruman was actually there for that event and has talked about it yeah yeah i think i think that's true and he's not there in the movie but yeah he was actually there he's got a good metal album i've i've heard christopher lee yeah mm-hmm. he's dead now right he, like he just yeah died? he's dead yeah not christopher just lee died? Like, yeah he died like six years ago Wow. Yeah. Was it six it, years uh, ago? I don't remember being that long ago. Yeah, I think it, it was a long time ago. It feels like every now and then <laughs> Facebook reminds me because I posted when he died 
And then it reminded the other memory is I posted when the memory reminded me, and I thought <laughs> it was dead again. Like I didn't, <laughs> so I mistakenly like RIP'd him twice. No, he he died in 2015, which is still a long time ago. Because I was yeah. thinking like last year. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's four years. Oh, ago. dude was born in twenty two. Yeah, yeah. You'd you'd like his album, Larry, because it's very uh, orchestral and it's a story of Charlemagne. Oh yeah, yeah. I know how you like. You're an Anglophile. Everyone knows <laughs> about me. Does that mean he likes white people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, well, in- English. Yeah, like and literal, li- li- literary. Yeah, literary stuff. Yeah, that's true. Not you literally, like literally. You literally like literary stuff. <laughs> It, that's true too. What's his What's his best album, if you could think, or song? Uh, or whatever. Well, that one where he does the Charlemagne story is the best because that's the full on concept album, and he does it with uh, this Italian band. I forget the name. What I've read is that if you heard uh, one of his songs, you would think it was it was Black Sabbath. Well, he does have. It's like, like a he, similar he style. Sounds like Saruman when he sings. That's and that awesome. Really gives him like that cool like metal like voice because he and he's also a trained opera singer too so he like projects and he's like deep and so it's like and it has like the black sabbath feel but it also has like the typo negative feel because he's got that baritone and uh and that bass and then the band is like a really cool progressive band wow his last album was in 2014 yeah right before he died called metal night yeah he has a Christmas album in, in metal. Yeah, yeah, he does. He did, did that too. A heavy metal Christmas released twenty twelve. Yeah, so Metal Knight is the Don Quixote like concept album. I need to hear Christopher Lee Silent Night. Oh, that's sh- that's the shit too. I play it YouTube at the barbershop on uh, on Christmas, but I forget. Oh, that's the band's name, Rhapsody. Okay, that that's the, that's his backing band is Rhapsody, and. Uh, they're really cool, like, you know, orchestral, epic metal. And they're from Italy, I believe. And, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, Christopher Lee had been a big metal fan, you know, in the 60s and 70s. And he eventually wanted to do something and he f- did it, like, right before he died. Has metal changed a lot since the 60s? Oh, yeah. Because in the 60s, metal was, like, Deep Purple, uh, Blue Cheer, Jimi Hendrix. And then, like, you know, leading into, like, Led Zeppelin. And even maybe like Cheap Trick, you know? And then Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath changed the game. Because Black Sabbath gave it that dark, like, okay, we're here and we're not fucking around. You know what I mean? Like, they really changed it. They really made it heavy metal. Sacrifice the goats. Yeah. I didn't plan on giving you guys a metal history lesson, but... This has been... Or did you? This has been your heavy metal minute. I mean, (laughs) it's been my dream to do it, but it's not, yeah. It wasn't planned. Just deleted that heavy metal minute intro button. Oh, which one was it? It's the one that has a... Oh, no. Because I just thought that was funny. (laughs) You know what I actually got and I forgot to send you was Al Bundy going... For 30 seconds. (laughs) I love that joint. That's a yeah. great episode. Yeah, so I was going to just have you go, mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm, him, and then go into the <laughs> middle minute. That would have been gold. Yeah, next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I guess Martian Manhunter? Yeah, let's talk so, about it. Uh, fuck, I was going to sell me on it. Here, talk amongst yourselves. Give me 30 seconds. I'm going to pour myself a drink <clears throat> before I, I jump into Martian Manhunter. Okay. Comic book review. Uh, Comic book like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Or 
we don't have to talk about it right now. But until Mo gets back, did you all hear about this uh, petition going around right now about uh, the Wolverine? Yeah, about and, <laughs> and who they should get to play the new Wolverine in the MCU. Yeah, that's. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you talking about Danny DeVito? Yeah, I was going to mention that in the news. Da- Danny DeVito's I, best role is an Eminem. Well, we could talk about it after the review. Yeah. So, Martian Manhunter. It's a book written by uh, a dude named Steve Orlando. Oh, Steve, Larry, look, Steve Orlando. This counts as a re, was it like a rebirth, a reimagining or something? Reboot, right, Larry? I would think so. Because they tweak his origin significantly. Did it say rebirth on the cover? No, (laughs) but they they do, they retcon like some of his origin. Yeah. More so in how like. The whole, yeah, basically what happened in Mars and what happened here, and they kind of made it a little more interesting. But had I seen it in a movie, I'd been angry. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I have a bias towards that's, comics. That, like, that's because you're a hypocrite. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Uh, but, but it, I, I will be on your side in the sense that when you see it in the comic first, it makes it easier to see in um, other media. How, how did right. they change his origin? Well, because there was a whole civil war between the white and green Martians, right? Well, that's and, the original, yeah. Yeah. Well, in this one, there's the white, gold, and green, and then they have a whole... Like, they actually dive what? into the society of Martian people. And yeah. it's like, I think it's in prehistoric times. So it's like when he gets stranded on Earth, it's not like he could just go back to Mars. You know what I mean? Oh, that's stupid. Not, not to mention, they have like a whole like like uh, subplot with him being kind of like a corrupt cop. Right. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Right. Which I mean, yeah. I, for me, I was like, that was the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it because he's black? This fool was an upstanding cop until just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They and again, like I said, like they did it here, and this is you. I treat it as like New Fifty Two Martian Manhunter. Right. You know? And so there's that little tiny shred of hope that they can reconcile the two or something at some point. But ultimately, like Martian Manhunter books, like his origin to me was legend because I didn't read his books like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't read it from the beginning. So I just knew his origins. And then here they're giving me something new. And the fact that it's well written and well, you know, well drawn, I could be up for debate because I'm partial to riley rossmo's art but as far as riley rossmo's art goes i feel like whenever he's been doing stuff for dc they tell him oh can you please clean it up you know yeah and then that ends up making like he has a weird way of drawing faces which helps for like the tone of the books but when you clean this clean it up they just look weird so you know this new origin i actually enjoyed just because the book is good and uh yeah basically he's a corrupt cop in 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 mars and then he gets sent to to earth and then he takes over john jones's body but then he's working a case with his human partner and she finds out what he is and then that's a whole other level of drama and i'm over here thinking like oh this is going to be the drama of the book and then it just keeps spiraling out into more more drama (laughs) (laughs) with like horror influence like Lovecraftian horror influences and and that tone of the art with the Lovecraftian horror just melds so well for me, uh, which again reminds me of the Void. Larry, you got to watch the Void. You're gonna hate it, but you're gonna watch it anyway. Okay. You're just gonna be too scared. Like you're gonna wet your panties. But oh no! But I just bought these panties. Yeah. 
But yeah, so that that's basically you know I can issue five came out and uh it, it, at the end of issue four the shit's really finally popping off, and I say finally popping off because it's like okay now we have a villain you know the whole time yeah. you haven't really had a villain you'd have a looming threat and you don't know what it is and that gives it a really cool because it's like this weird horror thing and this weird aesthetic with the art and the the good writing and it's just building up between the character drama between the the partner and martian manhunter trying to solve this case and finding the clues to eventually like the looming threat gets revealed at the end of issue four and you kind of get where it's going from the beginning but that journey it's like it i don't feel like they could have just been like okay issue two of the threat you know what i mean it, it really reminds gives me that feel of like seven between all the aesthetic and 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 the writing and how dark it feels and where it's going, it, it it's it's been a fun ride and I'm so happy that I decided to throw away my copy of Uncanny X Men eighteen. <laughs> so one through three is nothing but drama? Uh yeah. But it's but done it's setting well. up something bigger. Yeah, and it's done well. And on Comicsology right now, <clears throat> they are issue one through four are eighty four cents, and then all issue four for that price. Yeah, well, Ooh. each. That oh. sounds like a mo deal. It's a mo deal. Here comes the money. Here we go. Mo money, mo money, mo money, mo money. Dollar, dollar, Props to Oz for being on time with that. Yeah. I'm gonna put the picture of my checkout receipt, <laughs> so you can uh, you can take a gander at my savings. So far, what you've <laughs> told me about this book is uh, Supergirl, Martian Manhunter is better, and that shouldn't be. Uh, I, I like read the book. Like you're gonna get a better sense of Martian Manhunter here than you will in that show. I've been posting. At the very least, you're gonna get a better story. Period. I can because he's. You, this motherfucker's playing second fiddle to Supergirl. And, you know, Martian Manhunter, is, to me, has always been a character that is... Um, it's almost like a peer to Superman. Plus, he has a, another level of extra powers. And in here, they really play on those extra powers. Like, yeah. he uses his, like, psychic ability to find, like... To use emotion and shit that's lingering after a crime scene to kind of... As clues to wh- how to solve the crime. How's how's the art? Because I'm looking at these covers and I'm not well, liking look, what I'm the, seeing. The covers are what got me because they look straight up Vertigo covers. Like I really, when I saw the ad, I forgot what issue of, of what DC issue. I think it had to be like Detective Comics. Or yeah, something. those covers are badass. Those covers, like they look straight up like fucking Vertigo covers from the '90s, and that's like like a Vertigo Man, Martian Manhunter book. I'm in, and then it's not Vertigo. It's DC Universe, and here we are. Like. It's, it feels like a Vertigo. It has every, like, there's Vertigo books out now that are reboots of old Vertigo books that started Vertigo that don't feel like Vertigo books. And this shit feels like a Vertigo books. Why they didn't put it in Vertigo? I don't know. <laughs> it's got put in Black Label. But it's not even Black Label either. Like, <laughs> know, dude. It could have been, like, but yeah. Uh, the covers aren't going to sell you Oz because you're a sophisticated artist and you have insane talent and nobody can compare to you. I'm glad but, somebody said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're no artist. You would have shot that down. Yeah. Um, but it, like the, the, the tone of the book is very trippy, very psychedelic. Like you spend a lot of time, like even when the, the partner finds out that he's an alien, like 
he's trying to talk her down from it and he's just reacting to her inner thoughts not what she's saying and like the scene changes because he's in her head at that moment while he's just a blob of like martian goo because he's been burned the shit's amazing it's a good book i mean I will say that, um, I mean, the reason why, at least if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Steve Orlando wrote the Authority comic book in the New 52, which Martian Manhunter was a part of. And that's why, like, I knew his name off top, um, among other things, because, I mean, Steve Orlando is actually not a bad writer by any means and has worked on a lot of stuff in D.C. But um, you know what he did? He did that Midnighter book. Right. He did the Midnight. Right. Exactly. And it's like. So it's like he's not unfamiliar with Martian Manhunter as a character because, like, that's where they put Martian Manhunter in the New 52. And so he's had time to, like, get to know that character. And I think that that shows in this book. Um, I, I like Riley Rosmo's art in this book, even though it's like, you know, I, I think you're like the grittiness that you like about Rosmo that they asked DC to turn to or what you believe they asked DC to tone or DC asked him to tone it down. I think that's a, a fair assessment. And I would prefer him to like be able to be as gritty as he wants to be because I think that that's superior art. But at the same time, it's, it's interesting just because it's like what he does in this book is not bad by any means. It's just interesting to watch like the difference in regards to um, like the difference in like we, we've seen Martian Manhunter with that pronounced brow before. Yeah. But he tones that up. Yeah, in a in a way that's like e- 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 to the point where it becomes even like a plot point, and and that's interesting to me, and and you know that by itself is kind of a uh, a bit of a um, like an interesting thing. Like it's like like even like Orlando, and I, I might be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure that this is something that he introduced into this mythology here where it's like you know we all know that the martians are shapeshifters and he and in this book they talk about like a like a public a public shape that you have versus a personal shape yeah like and i don't i'm pretty sure this is the first this first time i've ever heard of it i don't know if that's like the first time it's ever been introduced in the book overall but just that by itself is an interesting concept and whether it's him like piggybacking off of somebody else's idea or him creating that in and of itself like that's pretty cool the idea of like yeah in a society full of shape-shifting it's like okay like you can look like whatever you want but there's a difference between what you look like around people outside of your like closest inner circle and what you look like when you're among your people that are like you know you're like tried and true folks like your family you know and and they kind of like play on that and i'm like that's that's really interesting just because it kind of like it speaks to a lot of different things in regards to um, intimacy and trust. Yeah. And, and, and it works on a, on multiple levels again, too, because like just like how Mo had mentioned earlier, obviously, you know, Martian Manhunter has a number of powers um, that compare to Superman. But then on top of that, he has like an entire level of psychic ability. And that's another thing that plays into things, too, in their society, like Mo had mentioned, where they're like, you know, like, well, we're, we're all psychic. So, like, they have a uh, full-on Martian sex scene. They do. And uh, it's like, it's kind of like the mind meld. Along with shape-shifting. Right. And they're still like, she gets turned off, like, like if he farted during it or something, because there's just a part of his brain that he won't let her in. Right, and, that and was it's like where I, that's where I was going to. It's so cool because it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm here watching a Martian sex scene, and then all of a sudden, it's like, wow! Now we're having a lovers' quarrel during where it should be pillow talk, 
after this crazy ass Martian sex scene. Right, because when you're psychic, you're like, okay, obviously, like, it's interesting because the way that Steve Orlando kind of puts it out here, which I'm crediting him because I've never seen it in any other, like, Martian Manhunter story, where they're like, in our society, they're like, obviously, we all have parts of our brain that we kind of keep private. That's kind of like our, like, the only place that we actually have privacy because, you know, physically, we kind of do our thing all together and sure, we have our homes, but mentally, we're all psychic, so we have a small part of our brains that we kind of keep as, like, something that's locked off, which is the only place that we all truly have privacy. And But but from her, like his, his wise perspective, he's like, but that part is usually a part that we share with the people we choose to, like, have as our, like, our life mates. And, and even his argument for not letting her know, like, I'm not going to say it, like, you're going to have to read it because... I want that like it's just good writing. Yeah. Like it's it a is. good char- and it's a good character uh that's that's how you I don't know Mo, say a flaw. Mo really respects it cuz he's like I won't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. For real like it, it, it's really like this like reading just he's reading no tiger that, claw. Just reading that one word bubble was like man these guys are Martians but they're like human and it's like yeah. it, could, it on his side it's a loving thing and on her side it's like oh you're being a, a douche. But it's like that's not really a loving thing on his side. I mean, it's not, but it kind of he just. I mean, I don't want to spoil it. Right, he's holding a secret. Yeah, and that's why he doesn't do that. Which is interesting, though, because the argument he makes is a loving argument. Right. But at the end of the, at least, and that's uh, you know what, technically speaking, like you might know better than me, Mo, because technically, I I guess I could make an argument like that. I don't know because what he says makes sense. Yeah, but what I think is that he's hiding something, and that's yeah. why he's doing that. Yeah. And so I'm just like, you know, he he's basically trying to like do some dirt and doesn't want her to know about it. And that's yeah. that's, but that's interesting because it's like, wow, like like how do you hide? You said you something? only read one and two, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you need to read three. There you go. It's like how do you hide something from someone when you live in a psychic society? Yeah. Like they don't even have radio. Like they just broadcast into people's heads. Right. What what do you need radio for? Yeah. So it's like a mix of Demolition Man and Futurama, but it's a horror. It's it's, yeah. it's, not, it's neither one of those. Like at first <laughs> I was like, why are they giving me all this like Martian like either give me something all Martian or something all human? Then why by the time I'm like by the time three pages before issue four ended, I'm like, fuck, this is why everything is melding together. Like, <laughs> and, it, you know, I respect DC for giving the book a chance to take its time to tell you a story. I feel like a lot, you know, with the big two, they try to, eh, they kind of take, not rush it, but they don't take their time. You know what I mean? Not right. like an image book would. And I feel like this is kind of more on that vibe. Yeah, where it kind of takes its time, and they're like, "Okay, we have twelve issues. We're gonna give you all twelve, and then we'll take it from there." You know, but you're gonna get your twelve. We don't have to rush it. You know. Well, I mean, the reality is though, it's like if you greenlight a a, a Martian Manhunter series, it's like that's half the battle right there. If you if you can get someone to be like, "Oh, well, let us make this," and here's the pitch. If they do that, then yeah, they're definitely gonna give you your twelve issues to do what you do. Yeah. And you know, I mean, look, they've had they've. It's not like they make all good decisions. 
No, well, right. But what I would do is like it's interesting because what what I kind of almost got from it a little bit, a little bit, not all the way, is it's almost a like along the lines of like a resident alien. Yeah. And it's not the same, obviously, but it, it's more along those lines than than not. And it's like, okay, they're going to give it 12 issues to be a maxi-series. And if it sells, then maybe they'll give it another run. What I would not do is I wouldn't try to just make it ongoing. I would say do like Resident Alien. Give it that 12 and let them take their time and, and craft the next arc. And, you know, if it ends at after that 12, maybe give them those three or four months to make sure that those that or or, you know, if you if you mess around and in the middle, you're like in yeah in, in the middle, if you're like, OK, well, this is working for us. So in, in the, at issue six, if you like re up on the on a new series, don't feel like it has to come out as issue 13, like just call it a different something else and let it come out when it's ready. And that way it will come out on time and let people enjoy that series as a different mini series or whatever. Word. Word. Indeed. So how many, uh, let's see here. Well, you only read up to two. Only read up to two. So how many public facades would you <laughs> give it a... Uh, I liked it. It was a good series. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it like at least at least four out of five public facades. Like I, I I'm tempted to give it like four and a half, but I think four is the way to go. I haven't read five, but I'm down to just go five out of five. Even with the I toned praise. down even with the toned down Riley Rossmo art. Like this this book is, is like I can already see the, the adaptation like angering me. When they make the Martian Manhunter movie and they try to yeah. base it on this on this <laughs> universe, yeah. So that's it. That's it. No more Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I I got a mini review if that's okay. All right. What's the mini review of? So I finally caught up on Doomsday Clock. Oh wow! Wait, so what issue are they on right now? They're on nine. Nine, nine? of how many? Nine of twelve, 12 only. Jeez. Ten has been pushed back. I don't know for how long they've been pushing it back, but I read today that issue 10 is coming out next week, and I guess it has a big bombshell. Two, 12 issues is already a year, and you're telling me it's been delayed? No, it's over a year. Yeah. I well, no, I mean, like 12 issues is supposed to be month. a year, Yeah, we're it's going one on a month. And it's you okay. I don't I don't know where the delays were. I know it's been delayed several times. Look, what's, well, what's the, the the premiere Mo, was delayed for a while. Mo, look up the first issue of Doomsday Clock. That's like what what month it was released. I want to say September 2017. No, that can't be true. Th- that's about right. September 2017? We're in 2019. No. Are you serious? Yeah. It was supposed to be over at around yeah, the November, end of last year. November 22, 2017. Was the first issue released? Yeah. Wow. And that issue was delayed, too, because they had yeah. all the pre, like the preamble stuff that was leading up to it in like June that year. So it was supposed to be like a summer kickoff thing, and it didn't happen. No, I, I know that it got delayed, but I thought it was 2018 at least. I didn't realize it was 2017. That's yeah. crazy. And uh, like I kept putting off reading it because I wanted the trade paperback, well, but apparently that isn't going to come out until like 2022. Uh, according <laughs> so, for, uh, from what I'm looking at, the issue 10 isn't supposed to come out till next week. Next week, yeah. And then issue 11 is August. Yeah. So three months between two issues. <laughs> the, the is it? Who, I, wait, is I don't it, know why. I don't know why they're delaying. Why they keep putting delays on it? 
I don't know what's going on. It, it's got to be know, Gary Frank, right? Like he's slow at drawing because Jeff Johns does like a story a day. <laughs> Probably because <laughs> the story is the story's good. It's not well written, but it's good. <laughs> but there's a there's a lot of shit to unpack. I might I might need another shot for that. Like you telling me something where Doctor Manhattan goes into another universe. You don't, you don't even good? get you don't even get Doctor Manhattan till about issue six or seven. Uh, I I would I like my room, like I now read, I'm angry for you talking about it on our air. I've read issues six and seven of how. Please I'm don't thinking. disparage our Lord and Savior, Doctor Manhattan. I, I'm pretty sure Doctor Manhattan doesn't come in until yeah maybe issue seven, oh, and this... that might, I feel like that might be the tease. Like he you don't really see him until like maybe issue eight, right? I, I just realized I, I hate this artist too. I, I think you see him full on in uh, seven. Do you see? I his, think, do you see, his you penis? see him full on in seven, but it's more. Uh, what's the word? Introspection or something? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. monologue and shit. I'll give you that. Issue nine is where a lot of shit starts going down. Okay. Like everything before issue nine is basically build up. And uh, so you you got stuff setting up the Justice Society of America. You got very small things that are setting up the three Joker story. <laughs> I think that's just me putting it out there. I don't know. Um, they haven't even gotten near Manhattan versus Superman. Hold on. Hold on. Heck, hold on. Is there an image of Rorschach where all the Justice League logos are, are the ink on his face? Was that That's a thing? A cover. Like That's the a big cover. three. Yeah, the big yeah. three. It was a cover. I hate you, Gary Frank. <laughs> well, look, take solace in the so fact that it's not anger. Rorschach. Like, it's Rorschach, but it's not. Well, Rorschach, the real Rorschach's dead. This is black Rorschach, right? right? But right. that's still, that's Rorschach now. Like, that's. Yeah. So you and can't say it's that, not Rorschach. I, mean, I, I don't, I, I read the comics and I still don't completely understand how DC Universe connects to Watchmen. Because the assumption was Dr. Manhattan made a universe that was, and it was DC. That was after Convergence. I think Dr. Manhattan actually fucked with the main DC. Like DC Universe existed and Dr. Manhattan fucked with it because they, there was a, a five-year... Like they, they condensed a lot, of, a lot of DC's history into a five-year timeline. Yeah. And we talked sh- a lot of shit about when that happened. And it was right after Convergence. We talked a lot, about, a lot of shit about that on this show. And then we start finding out that it was Dr. Manhattan that did that. Yeah. So um, when did the before Watchmen happen? Wait, what? Like the, the comics, when were they released? Like Do you remember? Tw- like in 2012? 2012. It was around the time that uh, 52 started, right? The new 52? Yeah, around that time. Okay. Like so, a year after. Okay. So the new 52, everything, everything from new 52 to now... I would even put Flashpoint in there is basically Dr. Manhattan. But even that you can't really tell because there's a thing in in the comics. I don't remember. I think it was like two or three where uh, Ozymandias is talking about his cat, that weird cat with the horns, whatever. The it It's a tracker. It can track Dr. Manhattan. What? What do you mean it's a tracker? It can track Dr. Manhattan. It can find Dr. Manhattan How? because it was cloned from some DNA or particles from Dr. Manhattan. Look, if anybody's oh, if anybody's no. going to genetically engineer an animal to find God, 
it's gonna be Ozzy. I'm just but, saying, Bubastis was around before. Like, like no, that doesn't. Like make it, sense. If you're gonna say that Doctor Manhattan's a god, you got to put Ozymandias almost at his same level because they come <laughs> from the same place. Not that he's gonna make a universe, but they're from the same spot. You know what I mean? But Ozzy's not as powerful as Doctor. No, Manhattan. not not anywhere near. I mean, that. I'm not saying Doctor Manhattan is god. I'm saying he's like god. We're, well, right. we're we're saying that that Ozymandias is is Doctor Manhattan's Batman to to his Superman. Similar, yes. So because he has this cat that can track Doctor Manhattan, he, so, he so can the, find where he is. So the cat is genetically engineered from his material, or Ozymandias is. No, Ozymandias isn't anything to Doctor Manhattan. The okay. cat is cloned or something from Doctor Manhattan. Like it has pieces, parts. Like molecules. How did he get a sample of Dr. Manhattan? When Dr. Manhattan was in his office or something in Watchmen. I don't know what he did, but he left something and he got those. Like he's a smart dude. I'm sure he figured it out, huh? It's like one of like when he was having that orgy with yeah. home chick by himself. Yeah, awesome. I think that might have been it. That's it. He was like, bring one of those shirts to my house. I like that. So it reminds me of me when I was single. I like that one of <laughs> That one of the, uh, when you look at his abilities, Ozymandias, one of his powers is business management. <laughs> hey, look. There's, it's high level. There's a, that, that is, that is a, a bit of a superpower. I can tell you. I'm fighting with the city of Long Beach as we speak. Well, I, I fought with the city of Gardena for, for a yeah, while myself. Yeah, you failed. Yeah. I'm gonna Damn. I, I left, look, I left the state. Yeah, I'm going to win. Loser leaves town. Wait. <laughs> But, um, I didn't realize I was a fugitive. <laughs> there, there's an underlying plot in in the in Doomsday Clock where that involves Firestorm, and basically they're trying to make him a villain. Um, cause it, it's this weird thing with the U.S. and Russia. Like, there's a lot of political undertones. Like, there, there's even Putin is in there, so it's weird. Putin, yeah, Putin, and um, there's a dude. Uh, some Russian superhero dude, and he's really against Firestorm. Like, just treats him like an illegal in America. So there's this point where Firestorm acts like a kid, can't handle all the pressure of all the people talking to him, and he, like, just bursts out, and there's a bunch of kids around him, and they turn to glass. Like, he just bursts, bursts out, and they all turn to glass. It turns out that it's not him. It's a uh, something else did it at the same time, or made him do it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Then it turns out that uh, the professor dude from Firestorm, the accident that made them Firestorm was never really an accident. It was a purposeful, purposeful thing so the doctor, the professor, could see what it's like to be a metahuman. And it's all like some government agency plan thing. So is he really evil Firestorm or is he Deathstorm or do they just think no, he's he, bad? No, he's not evil. He's not anything. He's a patsy. Okay. Like what? Whatever Firestorm did, it wasn't Firestorm. It might have been Doctor Manhattan because you see the lightning and everything. But right. um, like if Ozymandias has the stuff with the cat, I don't know if he doesn't have some kind of Doctor Manhattan power too. And I mean, we're on issue nine. I don't know how far the cat powers go. <laughs> like if it's just a cat that can have glowing eyes or not. So it's weird. Um, in the middle of that firestorm thing, that's a weird side plot, you got Batman getting knocked out and drug around by Joker with the mimes or, you know, the ones from before Watchmen. 
Well, those are those are new characters. Yeah, but so yeah, but they're from the Watchmen universe. Yes, what, they Mar- came along. Marionette and I can't remember mime. what the other one's name is. Mime. Yeah, I guess it is just mime. You're right. Yeah, and he's a mute or something, and like he's he's a mime. He, he's a Mexican, so I, I have Mexican? that to look forward to. Yeah, apparently. Wow. Oh, look, one yeah. of the one of finally, the few in finally, DC. Finally, some representation. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to rely on vibe anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so you better um, go back to vibe. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm, I am. Um, a fucking quitter. So Joker's getting along well with Marionette and the Mime, and there's some underlying stuff with them that's really weird. I don't even want to get into that because they haven't fleshed it out very well yet. So from there, you got Batman getting drugged around. Uh, Joker took Batman, uh, defenseless, drugged out Batman to. A big villain meeting because everybody's losing their shit. Um, all the superheroes are getting turned against by the people because of Firestorm and all this shit. It's like the only superhero that we can depend on is Superman because Superman's all good. And this so is it's like this is old super like original Superman now, right? With yes, the kid, yes, yeah. So like the oh, I don't know what to call it. The public opinion is basically that Superman's this god. While this is going on, you got God messing around with everything. So what they end up doing, uh, all the superheroes, I don't remember if they got it from Rorschach or not. But they all go to Mars because that's where Dr. Manhattan's hanging out. Now, when Dr. Manhattan was in Mars, did he like, like, does Martian Manhunter show up and be like, hey, let me take you to this bar I used to go to? As far as I know, he's by himself on Mars. But I mean, there's, there's got to be ruins of Martian Manhunter civilization there, right? Like, he's got to know. They, they haven't really gone into it. Um, there's this weird part where Dr. Manhattan goes back to Earth because Ozymandias does something to call him. Like like a like a Manhattan signal or something, <laughs> like a like a beeper. So Manhattan comes down and he's like, "What the fuck do you want?" And um, they start talking about some shit. And uh, Manhattan takes, I think he has Ozymandias, Rorschach. I I don't know who else. I think there was somebody else there too. Just basically cuts out the floor from under them and takes them to Mars. This is really complicated for just being nine issues. So far, yeah, it's a well, it's it, a mindfuck. It's, it's pretty complicated for being something that shouldn't exist. That too. Um, I mean, honestly, there, there was a way for this to happen, and it would have been awesome. They just didn't do it that way. <laughs> like, how dare you question superstar writer Jeff Johns? Look, hey, uh, he's the guy that wrote the Jonah Hex movie <laughs> and the Green Lantern movie. Hey, look, I didn't want to mention that, but like, Jonah I think Hex, he did. Like, uh, I'll he mention got, it. He got demoted. What do you mean he got demoted? Because of Green Lantern. Well, he got demoted from DC altogether. Like he was the movie guy, and then he became like the TV guy. Now he's like the the TV app guy. Look, and they got Grant Morrison raping his top character. So yeah, it's not a rape. He's asking for it. <laughs> it's that still, shit's amazing. It's still unpleasant to watch. Um, Liam Sharp, my friend on Facebook, shared a a piece of art that was so trippy and he's like this is the trippiest page i've ever worked on in my life put it in chat i'm sure it's i can't (laughs) he's not allowed to show it how do you show it to you huh how do you show it to you okay which what 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 green lantern book is he gonna put it in uh i think it's nine but i'm not sure he didn't like I can't really say what it is or what it is. No, I they're they're only up to seven. Eight doesn't come out till June. So I'm yeah. saying what he's working on right now. Right. Like so. So in, we're, we'll yeah. see it in in Green Lantern in I, July. I believe it's nine. From ma- my math skills, it's nine. But okay. So in July, 
I'm gonna get back to you and you see this. We'll see. <laughs> hey, look, you're not gonna like it. Like, no, you know I, I haven't read like... after after three. I haven't read any right, of them. Yeah, but because you don't. Yeah, it's, it's a look. Welcome to my end game. It's not for you. <laughs> it's for me. It turns out he's working on a book for me. The Green Lantern's my character. Yeah, well, look. Well, <laughs> Welcome to Homecoming. Oh, Tell Leo Sharp to do Spider-Man. No, well, if he look, want, if he I, wants I, you to jerk off, Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp on Spider-Man would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I agree. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Let's, I'm a, I'm let's get Grant Morrison right and Liam Sharp off of Green Lantern. Put them oh. on on Spider-Man or something. Something else. I don't care. Anything else? Like, li- I'm already, Liam, I'm, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was saying Liam Sharp on Spider-Man would be amazing. Grant Morrison is fifty-fifty. Like, hey, it doesn't matter. Anything after Dan Slott is uh, is sudden death, man. That's extra. At, at this, look, if Liam Sharp is doing it, Mo's not even reading the words. Let's be honest. That's not true. It's a little <laughs> true. You don't care. No, I, I like you know I like I like the story in Green Lantern like the shit is 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 cool it's is what I like in comics this this weird out of the box thinking that Watchmen used to have and then they keep trying to crowbar it into into things that make sense I'll give it, Liam it, it, I'll give it, Liam Sharp a little bit of credit because even though I'm not a huge fan of his art. Like it's so fucking complicated and detailed. That shit must take him a long time he, to do. Um, Absolutely, he's great. If you ever get a chance to read Captain Majestic, everything, like every panel, is a canvas painting. And, and look, like the the fact that this fool produces as 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 timely as he does, based on the amount of detail that's in his work, is ridiculous. Yeah. It puts a lot of other artists to shame. Yeah, because there are people that we've given. There's uh, dudes, huh? There's dudes that do a third of what he does, and they just do covers because right. they can't do a book on time. Right, and people we give a pass to, we're like, oh well, yeah, they're late, but look at what they did. And in the and last few like, years, he's done two full ongoing titles like that. Yeah. But I can't mess with Grant Morrison's writing on Green Lantern, man. Yeah, like, it's not, I, I'm glad that you like yeah, it, Mo. Yeah, I, uh, that's all but, that matters. That's all I care about. Hey, does okay. Liam Sharp do his own inking? Because I would hate, to, like, if I was an inker, I would hate to hear, "Hey, uh, you're doing a Liam Sharp book." I, I think on on Green Lantern, I think he does. I, I'm probably wrong, but I think he does because he's, I mean, he's a full on like everything from pencils to paint guy. You know? Yeah, I I just posted posted one of his Hawkman, and it looks like he did it with a marker. Yeah, it's probably a cul- a Copic, but fuck, dude, there's a lot of fucking lines Look, in that. Fucking you know what thing. you got? Yeah, that's a Copic. You know what you got to use is that Sharpie brush pen. But where's the light source on that joint? Doesn't matter. There isn't. Well, it does matter, or at least it should. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I mean, I'm not top. I'm not Look, knocking it, mind you. It you looks can, great. Look, I love I love. <laughs> yeah, you you can. Uh, you can pick out a light source only because there's no colors in it. But once there's colors in it, it do- especially in comics, it doesn't matter. Every comic has a faulty life source, li- uh, light source. Yeah. It does. It's just the colors like are vibrant and they distract you from it. I mean, in, in a perfect world, there would be a good light source. Yeah, like but... Something consistent. Look, the perfect what is world? not a perfect world. Yeah, but in comics, like that's just how it is. The colors distract you from it and you, you don't really worry about the light source um you know what gets me is i was actually having a conversation last week on the the last of my birthday celebrations uh about architecture and architecture and comics how 
that pisses me off because half the time buildings aren't done right, but you're just looking at Spider-Man web slinging through them. And I showed examples. And then the bartender was like, can you leave me alone, please? And close your tab. <laughs> I, I posted a picture that has like a Batman and Wonder Woman in it. And then some kind of spiritual demon things. And I zoomed in to like just one or two of these like spiritual demon things. And there's like a face within the face. Yeah. This thing is so fucking complicated. That's what he does. <clears throat> yeah, he he's. I I wish I could read that book. Don't. I, I haven't. It's gonna be the new movie anyway. It's gonna be. It's oh, gonna win Eisner's you. this year too. How dare you? No, the new movie is gonna be Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. All right. All this to say, I like Doomsday Clock. Read it because it does a way better job of explaining stuff than I do. Yeah, your review is nullified because it's not done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just reviewing up to so, what I've read. Come back yeah, to he us. Can, he can only give you 9 out of 12. <laughs> come, yeah. come back in, in May 2020 <laughs> so, when the last when issue comes done. out. So, real quick, uh, how many like how many genetically altered god cats? It's a flurkin. It? So, I would give it 8 out of 10 right now. It, it, it could fluctuate by the time it's done. Look, 8 out of 10 is a, a buy-worthy book. Because there's a lot of stuff I left. On out. Fantastic Form, we usually do five, but you went eight. Like, I mean, if you want to do the math, that's like what four twenty-five out of five. No, four point twenty-five. Three seventy-five. Three seventy-five. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, uh, you guys want to talk about Doom Patrol real quick? How awesome it is! I mean, you haven't seen it yet, so we don't want to spoil it for you. The last episode I saw was. The cyborg in the ant farm with the butts, and then the one after it. Yeah, you should just keep watching, man. It, it's an amazing show. Yeah. Like, Oz had it right. She I can't believe Montalo. you're eating. That's so unprofessional. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I stay sober. Yeah. You ain't driving. You're right. It's like, Doom Patrol, watch it. Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. But that 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 one episode I I did see the one before the Flex Mentala when they give him a haircut, which I'm disappointed in the haircut. But you know I'm a hair professional. So hey, but the haircut matches what he had in the 50s or whatever. Yeah, but the whole thing is fucked up because all they they don't it's a fade on the side, but they don't fade it. <laughs> also, him, also Crazy not, Jane cuts his hair. Actual cut is the process that he doesn't like. <laughs> so yeah, they they didn't fade it. What they did is they gave him like a one on the side with a faux hawk, and then they airbrushed in the color of black and faded it out. But Crazy Jane doesn't have, have a barber personality either. I'm sorry, say that again. Crazy Jane doesn't have a no, barber not you. Oh. Uh, hex hair, but I'm more important. I used to no, have that haircut. I, I was I kidding. Hair. It, it, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't hex hair. It was you. Hex Go ahead. What were you saying? I'm saying Crazy Jane doesn't have a barber personality. You know, I thought she did by the way she was holding the shears at first. Like she was doing some weird technique. I'm like, man, she's adding texture and framing the face. And then she says she doesn't know what she's doing. So I have a, a, a weird theory that maybe she did that before she was acting. No, that's just that that's a personality that's killed people with scissors. No, no, because that's not like that's hammerhead scissors will kill people with scissors. But either way, um, that episode that Mr. Nobody Mindfuck was really fucked up. <laughs> Dude, there's there's a wait no it, it was that episode right where he's he's sitting there with all the merch yeah no where Mister Nobody's sitting with the merch oh yeah yeah dude At that the end, yeah that that's where I was like fuck I'm Mister Nobody yeah because like 
he, he, I really thought that episode was over. I, I forgot to look at how much time was left. Yeah. And then when it goes to the next scene and he's like, oh, fuck, there's more. I'm like, that's exactly what was going through my head. And then yeah. but when that episode ended, I wanted to be sitting on the couch with fucking merch all over me. Yeah. I, I want that merch. Do Patrol Snuggie. I want all the merch he had on there. And yeah. like everything he says at the end of, of that episode was what I was thinking. And even like, if I don't know if you noticed, but he had the poster for the series, and then he crossed off. Yeah, he like, like cyborg. Yeah, he and that's like something. He shouldn't be there anyway. Like, it's just so <laughs> meta. Like, <laughs> he's fucking with cyborg the hardest because cyborg shouldn't be there anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta see uh, when when they explain where where Mister Nobody has been the whole time. Yeah. That's amazing. When Flex Mantello tries to get everybody to where Mr. Nobody is, that's an amazing scene by itself. Oh, so good. I- I'm rolling a special joint for the end. I think uh, Lloyd's coming too and everything. And uh, you know what? The the last episode, it- its name Ezekiel Patrol. Yeah, so they're going to get I into know. the fucking that's cockroach. Yeah. Wait, so what? Wait, what? The, the, the last episode is called Ezekiel Patrol, the finale. Ezekiel is the cockroach. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Ah, uh, what a douche. Obviously, I mean, obviously you don't care about Doom Patrol more like we do. Finish. So who's the douche now? Sorry, say that again? I said, I'm a douche that's more caught up than you. So who's the douche now? Fake ass douche. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a real ass douche. You the fake <laughs> douche. Go, go, eat your, go eat your sandwich. I'm a 100% certified douche. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying not to say anything because I want clean copies of this of these clips. On the, on the record, he's a bigger douche than I am. But no, 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 no. You just you you just a mess around. You a, a secondhand douche. You're like someone used it and then used you. You the freaking hand me down douche. That's messed up. You don't want to be that douche, bro. Not not only is it on the record douche, it's on next week's recap douche. Yeah. There it is. That's what Bo is. What was the hand me down? Ma- Next no. week, douche. No, you won. Mayor's yeah. shit talk is like my reviews. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Mo, you keep saying you're like two or three episodes behind, but I think you're only one. Because I think there's one episode after the Flexman Tallow. Well, there's the the Flexman Tallow, like fully on the team one, which is the penultimate right, patrol. And that, that's after the one where he gets the haircut, and then it's yeah. just Ezekiel after that. So you're only right. one so episode I, behind. I only need two episodes to be caught up. And I think I'm just going to watch all of them this weekend. But honestly, like I've been lagging on it because I thought they were going to end at 13, not 15. And uh, I didn't want it to be over. So I just stopped watching it. So I don't know. I, you know, come next week, I probably didn't watch the finale or anything. Like the finale comes out in like an hour and a half. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to if if I do get to watch it, I'm going to watch it Saturday. So. Um, Why not Sunday? Yeah. Well, because Lloyd's coming Saturday potentially. Got it. Yeah, man. That's a good, if you don't, if you don't dress up as Flex, Flex Mentalo for Comic Con, I don't even know you. Well, I actually was thinking of Robot Man. No, no, gotta be Fox Motalo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I gotta shred a lot of a lot of weight for that. No, you don't. You're Fox Motalo. <laughs> 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 that makes it funnier. It's just you and like a cheetah print speedo. And uh, like, I've never wanted to be funny in my life. Man, I don't think you. It understand. could be a onesie. Don't I don't worry. think you understand how funny that would be. Yeah, like it'd be funny 
for everybody watching it, not the guy wearing it. No, man. And then you have a sign that say free flexes. Yeah, no. I'll let somebody else do that. <laughs> we'll flex for hugs. Oh. Yeah, no. I don't want hugs either. Uh, it's a missed opportunity. Cool. I apologize to the TV department on DC app, whatever, for Mo not wanting to promote your show. <laughs> hey, I'll promote them all I want. Not like that. The thing that makes me sad is thinking that, that two dicks won't be on next season. Why not? Because he's the villain of this season. I can't. He, yeah, uh, unless he, he actually joins the Doom Patrol, which kind of I, I kind of got the idea he might be trying to do that. I got so mad when uh, Flex Mentallo was talking about the chief and how much of a douche he is and everything. Because in the comics, he turns out to be a bad guy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, they're doing that already? And he's not even on the episodes? Like, And then it turns out he was talking about the soap opera. The, <laughs> the, the chief is uh, the villain in the comics? Yeah. Uh, he's like Glass, where he, like orchestrates all their misfortunes to like activate them you know okay like yeah, yeah that, that and uh yeah okay all right yeah mo mentioned that before yeah i'm yeah. surprised larry remembered it and oz didn't well catch yourself up on the show yeah again i yeah i i don't want it to be over it'll be back i'm sure it's doing i'm sure it's doing fantastic the app, app the app might not be back well it won't be because of doom patrol doom no, patrol did it's it'll part. be because of titans <laughs> Dude, oh well, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Friggin', uh, uh, have you all been watching Young Justice? I, I've been telling you about it. So that means what? You're like you finished it or what? No, I watched four episodes. Okay, so you should keep watching. It's great. No, I, I told you it was great at two episodes. Yeah, but if you're not watching it still, that doesn't help any. No, it's great. Like I, I've been selling people on it with. Uh, oh, that you gotta be- watch it too. Yeah. No, I don't gotta watch it. I just need what? to. I just need to tell people it's great. Listen, if you don't watch it, they think it's Titans. No, they they trust me. They don't. No, I, they I, do. My niece, my niece loves fuck. Well, not my. It's Emily's niece, so it's my niece by marriage. But <laughs> she loved Young Justice, and then I explained to her how the new. Bless you, baby. Uh, I explained to her how the new Young Justice is, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" Like she's like, she is that what she that? said? Yeah, that's what she said. Like, yeah. Yeah, like she's like literally like two fists up. Like that shit sounds amazing. And I only seen like three episodes. So it, look, three episodes will get me to do the job for them. I don't see Young Justice commercials on ESPN. You know, what's I got to do with anything? I mean, if it's the good shit, they should be promoting it. Listen, how about you just watch it so that people are like, so you you can <laughs> look, count it. I paid for fifteen months in advance. Asterisk with Oz. But, so, but, you got, but, but you gotta watch it. No, I mean, they, they just want, know that, no, they, they want the money. They want the huh? money. I'm getting other people to watch it. Trust me. I'm getting other people to watch it. I, I for sure know at least six people signed up for the seven day trial. Okay. It's really good. Have you watched it, Oz? Watch what? Damn it, Oz. Where, where are you? Where are you? Look Young at- Justice. No, not not the not the new season on the DC app. I watched it when it was. No, uh, you got to watch the new season. That yeah. that shit's good. The, and the, actually, the do because the the new season is where Nightwing comes in, right? Because he was still Robin yeah. at the end of yeah. the TV show. Yeah. Dude, it's really good. I'll, like, I'll it, watch it's, it. It's amazing, like the stuff they do on this show. Like, well, the they're... shit they could get away with. Right, because, they're fully taking advantage of the fact they're on a streaming service as opposed to right. Netflix. And I feel I feel that way about um, Doom Patrol too, because they could have easily sanitized it just to make it a little more marketable. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, well, you know, th- I think 
the way the app is set up, it can definitely have a, a crossover in demographics. Like, mm-hmm. there's something on there for everybody. There's something for kids. There's something for adults, and there's something for twenty somethings. Yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah. All right, let's do this heavy metal minute, and then we'll jump into news. Sounds good. Sounds good, Oz. He's gonna be like, "What sounds cool?" No, it's. Hey, Moses Magnum here, bringing you another heavy metal minute. Uh, It's been a a busy week for Slipknot. They've uh, they've released a couple singles, music videos, but there's also some bad news. Sean Cranham's daughter, that's Clown for those of you who don't know, he's the percussionist for Slipknot. She passed away this week. she looked young. It's sad to see somebody so young pass away. Hopefully it was natural causes, nothing to with too much suffering. But yeah, she passed away. Uh, I don't know how this is going to affect Slipknot's current um, touring plans. They just returned to the stage for the first time in like, in like 10 years or some shit. And uh, they did it in Hollywood over here for Jimmy Kimmel Live. From what it looks, they, they were great on stage. They didn't miss a beat. The song Unstained that they played was actually a... Uh, it was a really good performance. Um, it's refreshing to see somebody not lip-syncing on a, on a live program. Um, but yeah, they did good. Rumor has it on the internet that... Uh, that version of Unstained is actually better than the one they released for the music video earlier last week. But yeah, they, they're they're up and at it now. Um, but yeah, the sad news is Clown's daughter passed away. So, you know, thoughts and prayers to, to Clown's family and uh, in this time of sadness and darkness for them. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I spoke about a new supergroup called Serpents of Gnosis. Uh, they have now released some new music. Uh, they released a single through MetalSucks.com. Uh, it's up there, so you can stream it and listen to it. I haven't checked it out, but let me know what you think. Uh, I'll probably end up reviewing that sometime next week. Um, but yeah, MetalSucks.com has Circus of Gnosis' new song, Paroxysmal Dance. Uh, the Acacia Strain has announced a summer tour. It'll kick off July 21st in Waterford, New York, and will end in uh, in Brooklyn, August 18th, later this year. I know it sounds like it's just a tour of New York, but it's not. They're playing Tennessee and Kentucky and a lot of the, the southern Midwestern states as well. Uh, if you get to check that out, get some pictures, send them my way, fantasticforum at gmail.com. And uh, we'll get you some credits or some uh, some swag. Another round of condolences, too, for uh, Terry Butler. The obituary bassist lost his daughter as well over the weekend. She was uh, in a violent car accident, died on scene. Um, she left two young children, Vincent and Leo, mourning. And, uh, yeah, it's a hard time for Terry Butler. They set up a GoFundMe. Uh, so go ahead and search that and dig deep. Give them some money. God knows uh, metal doesn't pay the medical bills. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Terry Butler has dropped out of the tour with Obituary. They're a uh, supporting act for Hatebreed and Agnostic Front. So that's less money. 
So go find us GoFundMe and uh, and give them some money, please. I'm Moses Magnum, and this has been a heavy metal mix. Are you doing your own mixing for that? I do it while I'm driving. Okay, sounds like it. Yeah, I don't have a lot of free time, so yeah. I, I read uh, a story that completely makes Screen Rant lose their all credibility. Makes who? Screen Rant. Oh, and what was it? I, I'll just read the the headline. Are we doing news already? I. I mean, we could. Do we have anything else? Have you played the music yet? No. Okay. Before you play the music, I do have to uh, postly edit my Heavy Metal Minute. The song that Slipknot did on Jimmy Kimmel was unsainted, not unstained. I apologize for my journalistic inaccuracy and how my lack of integrity has hurt you. Yeah, that that hurt. Yeah, so you go ahead and play the, the news music and we could jump into the news. Fantastic song. Yeah. Woo! Comic book news. We should have a like uh, comic book like news. Her, <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Indeed. Do we do Lawrence? I haven't heard him in a while. Yeah. We, oh, I'm right here. I'm right here. I just heard him say indeed. Yeah, no. no. It's like it's there. almost like is he here? I don't know what happened to him. He's just gone. I'm here. So the news Word. headline that <laughs> that uh, that I heard was that well that I read just now is I'll just read you the headline and this is why Screen Rant is stupid. Doom Patrol is a hit, but it can't beat Titan's popularity. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I would I would be right on you with that if I didn't see all the Instagram buzz and all the like Twitter buzz. Like everybody <clears throat> that like is loving Doom Patrol is saying like like they're so happy that Titans and Doom Patrol came out like around the same time because they just have good shit and it's like like how can you like tight like Doom Patrol and Titans like you can look at the quality of the two just just in acting and see like one's a higher quality than the other like even yeah. if you even if you like titans like doom patrol would make you not like titans you know what i mean i agree with that because i like titans and then i saw doom patrol and then i realized how bad titans is because i see what they can do with doom patrol right and with less budget like it doom patrol looks like it costs less to do than titans but there's more value in it goddamn millennials Wait, what? <laughs> what? What are they millennials for? Because <laughs> they're the ones that like both. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, so Screen Rant makes you lose their the the because of that. Well, I I can't trust any of their reporting anymore. That was a news source for me. So, who wrote that article? Like, let's put them on blast. Like, Ta- some maybe guy we'll named, ask him a question. Some guy named Thomas Bacon. Thomas Bacon, what's Which, his Twitter handle? Oh, see, now we're getting into some details. That I haven't looked I mean, that much into article, this. Like, is it? Yeah. They always put their Twitter handle or Instagram handle at the bottom of the article. Internet writing don't pay no yeah. bills. Yeah, exactly. They got to yeah. they gotta create a brand. I didn't get all the way to the bottom of the article. Yeah. Why, why do you think Billy O.K. retired? Yeah. Wait, was he a reporter? I thought he was just a shitty writer. Damn. I only wow. say shitty writer because I know he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think he tuned out after the Batman talk. I posted a lot of pictures of Batman on chat, and he's been gone since. Yeah, I think he's playing the game. God yeah, no, it. I can't find a Twitter handle. I just find. What did you say his name him. was? Thomas Bacon. Bacon Bacon. 
With a T with a H? T H O M A S bacon. As in yes. delicious. It's not Tomas. Yeah, as in very delicious. That's probably how he only got that job. Was his name was Bacon. It's like everybody loves bacon. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, okay, I got like five different Thomas Bacons here. I'm gonna ask them all that they really like <laughs> Fuck them all. Let's see. Do we have any other stories? Oh. I thought you were still going on about it while I cyber bully this guy. Well, you can <laughs> cyber bully, but like that's not good for on air. Oh, Billy okay is around. All right, so here's a story. Uh, <laughs> LA Billy. County DA charges Lee's former manager with elder abuse and theft. That, now he stole like Jim Lee's blood, right, or something like that. Wait, what? Yes, Stan Lee's blood. I did I say Jim Lee? That's what you did say. Hold on, I'm not drunk enough. It says was right it here, Jim uh, or Jason? No, it was Jason Scott. Oh. Uh, a former business manager of Stanley has been charged with California, uh, charged in California with five counts of elder abuse involving the late Marvel Comics mastermind. I hate that they keep, you know, yeah, he is a com- Marvel Comics mastermind, but at least in Phase Five of Marvel, can we at least get like a uh, a CGI Jack Kirby cameo, please? I don't think they I have mean, the technology. I, eh, look, I don't, like, it's I what don't, I want. It's what I want. That's it. I don't want to fight about it for forty minutes, Larry. I'm I, just I, saying. Like, I, I don't that really tone. Jack Kirby I hear that tone. Want that to happen? I, I hear that tone. <laughs> Uh, I was like Jack Kirby. Uh, uh, hey, hey, hey! A request for a restraining <laughs> order filed last year by Lee's daughter alleged Kia Morgan was manipulating the mentally declining Lee, preventing him from seeing family and friends, and trying to take control of his money and business affair. The felony char- the the felony charges filed Friday by Los Angeles County prosecutors against the 43 year old Morgan include theft, embezzlement, forgery, or fraud against an elder adult and false imprisonment of an elder adult. A misdemeanor count also alleges elder abuse. The charges date to June, when Morgan was working closely with Lee, who died in November. A warrant has been issued to for the arrest of Morgan. His attorney, Alex Kessel, said Morgan is not guilty. Uh, here's a quote from him. He says, he has never abused or taken advantage of Mr. Lee in any way, Kessel said in an email. Uh, we expect him to completely to be completely exonerated of all charges. In June, attorneys for the 95-year-old Lee and his daughter, Joan Seeley, were granted a restraining order against Morgan that barred contact with Lee and revealed that police were investigating Morgan for elder abuse. Uh, Finally, this article goes on to say that Lee is co-creator of characters as Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Incredible Hulk. And, uh, yeah, so they don't mention Jack Kirby at all. I mean, well... just calling Stan Lee Crow creator is a uh, is a win for the Kirbyites out there. Yeah, because he's been just the creator for years, right? And right. it's all the cameos. Well, because Kirby's dead. Because Stan well, Lee killed but, him. Right, look, Superman the animated series managed to get a Kirby cameo in it. What? When? In the Dark Side episode. Um, yeah, that's true. The police chief was like a caricature of uh, his name is Dan Turpin. Was Jack Kirby? Like really? Yeah, he's the one huh. that got killed by the anti-life equation. Yeah, and, and Superman couldn't save him and. He went off and destroyed tanks with his bare hands. One of my favorite episodes of all time. Yeah, I remember that episode. I didn't know Turpin was because yeah. Turpin was in a lot of shit before yeah, that yeah. episode. But he's uh, he's like they use Kirby as a reference for him, huh. and he had Did nothing. Not know that. Yeah. Another news site that loses all credibility with one headline: 
which to be honest i hadn't heard of them before uh popmatters.com oh yeah he, here here's their headline which actually was like two days ago i don't i haven't read the story so i'm not exactly <laughs> sure how like why they only wrote Give this me their twitter handle <laughs> <laughs> the the author is michael curly c-u-r-l-e-y here's the headline because that's as far as i got before i realized they're full of shit X-Men Days of Future Past restored the series to its former glory. Now, why in May of 2019 you're writing this story, I don't know. And I'm not going to read any further to well, find out. It's an op-ed piece. Is it talking about the, the movies? Yes. Yeah. The the one with uh, McAvoy and uh, Stewart. The actual Days of Future. Did you watch Days of Future Past? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say it restored the series to its former glory. Um, I mean, I, I personally think it did the opposite. Yeah. I, and I, no. I enjoyed it, but because I was very drunk. Let me put it to this way. Anything after X-Men 2, I was like, okay, we're one step closer to Marvel getting the X-Men rights back. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like... I feel like First Class was a step in the right direction. Uh, like, like, First Class... That movie was stupid. It, it's better than X-Men 2 or 3. So you mean brass can crush diamond? What? They used the brass in the bed frame to strangle Emma Frost in diamond form. Well, okay, Mo, but... <laughs> But like, that's just simple <laughs> alchemy. Like, no, no, I mean, you can hear that, the derision like, in his voice. The 1400s. That that doesn't make sense. Sure. Yeah, like but, it's a bad movie. But like, but nothing in any of the X Men movies before that makes sense. Uh, Wolverine stabbing a dude with two arms in the chest makes sense. Well, sure. But then what about Wolverine friggin' shooting himself in the head? Uh, yeah, exactly. Wait, Wolverine shooting himself. That's, but in what movie did he do that? Two, right? No, that's not two. I remember he did it. I don't remember what movie. It wasn't. Two. It has to have been Origins. But I'm pretty sure it's two. He gets shot in the head in Origins by uh, the uh, the general. Yeah, that was stupid. Oh, is that in Origins? Yeah. Yeah, because Wolverine is yeah. lying there, and do shoots him with like an adamantium bullet, and that's how Wolverine supposedly yeah. loses his uh, memory. It's stupid. All I'm saying is, like, all those X Men movies are dumb. The 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 like, you give one a pass because of what it was made. Two and three don't really deserve. Well, no, that. If you're talking about Origins, I never give Origins a pass. No, I'm not talking about Origins now. I'm just saying, even just without that, two and three shouldn't get the pass. They're just not good movies. No, two's good. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It really it's is. all right. No, it's not. The, look, whether it's good or not, the only movie that's an X-Men movie is First Class. No, you're all just bad because Wolverine. Wolverine yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's your hate for Wolverine. That's the one time you don't that's become a, a Mar Marvel apologist is Wolverine. when Wolverine's supposed to. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Because if anybody else would have played it's that Wolverine part, you would have been cool. If anybody else would have done that Wolverine part, you would have been like, oh, this is great. You could do that Wolverine part. You can't center. Bring me Danny DeVito. Phantom X? No. 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 You would have loved it. Listen. If Phantom X did all that. No, look. No, you would, no one would even try to center an entire X-Men movie around X one X-Man other than Wolverine. They wouldn't even do that against with Deadpool. They'll make a Deadpool movie, but they're going to make an X-Men movie and it's only about Deadpool because he's not an X-Men. Well, but but that's the that's the point really where it's like it's like I mean Deadpool was never a member of the X-Men, you're right. He was a member of X-Force. I'm so surprised that there's like Oz doesn't have a soundboard full of Larry sh Larryisms like <laughs> 
Because there's so many like "fuck you, Larrys" or "Larry, you fuck" and all this in Doom Patrol, and there I haven't heard any of them. <laughs> well, because I'm what? making sense. Though. Like there, I think there's a Larry you faggot in one of them. <laughs> but, I'm, <laughs> but I'm telling the truth. You can't deny any of this. Like, no, no. I mean, you definitely. Like you need moisms where you're trying yeah. to deny reality. No, I'm not denying reality. I, you are. Two's good. That's it. That's Dude, all. That's all. It's it is. a Wolverine Two's good. movie. Yeah, but yeah, I like what, Wolverine. What? It's like an X Men movie, right? I like Wolverine. Is that's it an X Men movie or a Wolverine movie? It's, Which uh, one? Two? It, <laughs> any of them? They're all they're Wolverine all movies. I, I get it. But Wolverine the thing is, it's like movies, if right? you're. If you're gonna like take Wolverine out of it and make an X Men movie, like you should still make a good X Men movie. Listen, and I'm First Class kidding. isn't a good X Men movie. First Class is the best X Men movie. Ever. <laughs> because right. we but, can agree. And, with, and you, know, you know why? You know why? First Class is the best X Men movie we ever gotten because it's the only X Men movie we've ever gotten. <laughs> All the rest of them are. Wolverine. Oh, you mean because Havoc has a Fender Hot Rod amp in his chest? And then the volume and tone control on his butt. Like, that's why it's a good X Men movie. Perfect. I love his hate for Wolverine is so bad that he literally like ha- Havoc has a guitar amp in his chest, and he's like, "This is it the greatest X Men movie." It just turns out that when you remove Wolverine from the equation, all of a sudden you start talking about people that aren't Wolverine, <laughs> but they're not X Men either. <laughs> they are X Men. Oh, not an X Men. Look, they're not first class. Well, come on, man. I'm not you call it first class, and they're not first class. Like they're X Men eventually. Like that's what <laughs> first class should be called. It's like X Men eventually. The only person in that movie that's a, not an X Men is. It turns, it turns out Larry is a uh, a Marvel apologist and a Kevin Bacon apologist. Wait, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Apologizing for Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon <laughs> terrible in that movie. What I'm saying to you is, we got a movie where it wasn't all about Wolverine, yeah. which is hard because they made six X Men movies and five of them were about Wolverine. <laughs> Larry, I mean, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. The only thing stronger than your Marvel apologism what? is your hatred for Wolverine. <laughs> Tell me how I'm wrong. Which 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 one of those Marvel, which one of those extra movies didn't yeah, start Wolverine? You're right, but it's like okay. it, you're acting like Wolverine is not an X Man. Like he's not like, the only one. Like, you're acting like they they're adulterating X Men by putting Wolverine in it. Like well, that's how you're acting. They make it all about him because <laughs> he was the money. All about Wolverine. Like he actually loved that podcast of Wolverine because Wolverine wasn't in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, the Wolverine is in that podcast. Like, with the news, I don't want to fight for forty-five minutes. <laughs> I, like all I'm saying is the closest thing we've ever gotten to X Men is like, but that, that's really that's all just Wolverine hate. Like that's really it. That's not Wolverine hate. That's just cameo too. That's that, look, that's just me recognizing that the X Men are a team, <laughs> and you know the first three X Men movies don't really recognize that. Love what we revive expletives. And then and then X Men First Class. Does and then after that, the next two kind of don't. It's like Days of Future Past is basically all about Wolverine, right? Like he only loves MCU that much. Like he had no beef with Endgame because Wolverine wasn't in it. <laughs> Listen, if, if <laughs> his Steve Rogers, like his pantheon, his paragon, literally watched 9/11 happen. <laughs> And he's like, I love this movie. I was wondering when you were going to bring that. Well, up. he let he let his best friend get tortured for yeah. decades. 
He ruined the marriage. The man, the man has to let history take place so he can meet up his buddies <laughs> on the bridge. Wait, 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 but wait, wait, wait. He ruined the marriage. Yeah, Peggy Carter's marriage. He, he he's a, he's a married the whole time. A paradox. He was the guy he mar- she married the whole time. If he was the guy he married the whole time, then he didn't have to go back. No, he does. He has he to go back the to future be the future version one. of him. Yeah, all right. Look. That's a that's a paradox right there. That's not a paradox. That's that's, that's just literally a paradox. paradox. Is that a what? What makes it a paradox? Because he went back in time and gave birth to his own granddaughter, Agent Thirteen. That's not it's not a paradox. Which he then banged. He didn't bang. He didn't bang. <laughs> that's the paradox. <laughs> There's no comic. paradox. No paradox. Yeah. <laughs> and if he did, it would be Game of Thrones. Oh, I, I have a comic, Steve Rogers, where he banged the grandmother and the granddaughter. Listen, and let's... there was no like bloodline. So let's and talk why about... does why does he give the shield to Falcon and not Bucky? He stole, he stole the shield from uh, that universe's. Uh, so that universe's Captain America doesn't have a shield. The, why do you say um, that? Well, because it's intact. Like. The shield yeah. got destroyed. In, he uh, has a shield when he leaves. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. Does, he, no, he doesn't. All he has is the stones. He has the hammer. He put, he's got to take Mjolnir back to all, Asgard. Yeah, Wait, but are you sure that he doesn't? Have, he doesn't have a shield. Like, I hate that he grabs the shield. Like he doesn't have a shield when he leaves. He doesn't have. No, the he shield. Doesn't. He's got the attaché on one hand. I don't know what attaché means, but <laughs> heard it used in terms of a briefcase. So he's got the attaché on one hand and then the hammer on the other. He yeah, doesn't. He doesn't I, take. I, I, he I'm doesn't take sure a shield with that. him. He doesn't take a shield with him. You watched the movie twice. You tell me. I only watched it once. I know he didn't have a shield. The shield was broken after Endgame. Like he couldn't have taken it back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel mean, like he... no. I'm telling you. But okay. Even e- even so, why why does he give it to of me? I know. I'm telling you. Like I love that. Why does he give it to Falcon and not to Bucky? I mean, Bucky. Why, why wouldn't he give it to Falcon as opposed to Bucky? Because Bucky, Falcon, Bucky is more Captain America than than Falcon. Bucky, He's got the the steroids no, in his system. Bucky, Bucky's fractured. Bucky, yeah, Fa- Falcon is like damn near mind controlled. Yeah, but Bucky, Bucky doesn't need. I mean, Bucky you know, is like even when in, in the comics when Bucky had the shield, it's like everybody was like, really? You know, like in the comics, not the audience. Like people in the comics are like, for real? You know, like. Uh, Sam Wilson is the logical choice, right? But but you give it to Bucky, and then people realize, yeah. well, he's fucked up, so we need to give it to somebody else. Yeah. Like, I, is that really where you want to start following the comic? Really? Yes. Uh, like, I love Ed, <laughs> I love Ed Brubaker too, but that's not where I'm going to decide. It, we're going to if you're going to start following Green Lantern when when Morrison is on it, then that's where I'm going to follow the, the comic. That's comics and comics. This is comics and movies. This is different. I accept that your parasite, uh, whatchamacallit, what's his face? Parallax. Wait, you're accepting Parallax looks like a weird octopus? Yeah, like, I'm I'm good with that. Like, I'm accepting your movie Parallax. Okay, I mean, even I didn't, but okay. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're going to go with comics and movies, like, that's not where you, that, with Bucky getting the shield is not where you decide to follow the comics. You decided at not being able to destroy the Infinity Stones with the Infinity Stones. So he didn't destroy them. He just shrunk them really small. No, he destroyed them. He said he destroyed them. You I'm know, they, they're in atomic uh, material, but even then you still have to rebuild them. But it's still stupid. I yeah. know. I know. Oh, Lawrence keeps saying that Steve Rogers had some adventures after he stayed with Peggy Carter, but he couldn't have. Yeah, he would be 
changing time. Like, like everybody knows what Steve Roger looks like. They would have recognized him. Yeah, but here's the thing: if he he would have changed the timeline, why? Because if he if he hadn't changed the timeline, he would have appeared at the platform, not the bench. Like he aged in that timeline. But why does that change the timeline? Because he's still living in that timeline. Like that's why he aged. Like, in what, it. Lawrence, what, why, why wouldn't he that... stop Thanos before the original snap? Right. He just let it happen. But but wait a minute. You have to let it happen to stay in the same timeline. No, you don't. Because whatever. You do. what, no, because whatever you do in the past doesn't affect you in the future, no, right? That's what they say that, in that but movie. That's the problem with the movie. No, you guys that's are making, the problem. Guys no. aren't making sense. No, look, listen to me. That's the problem with the movie. He stayed in that timeline and didn't change anything. That's why he aged. If you would have seen him at the end and he's like, oh, I'm living my life. I'm going back. He would have just appeared in, you know, in on that platform and just, all right, I did everything I do. But, you know, fuck y'all. I'm going back and living my life in this alternate universe. And I'm going to get my dick sucked by Peggy Carter and all that. Shit. Like, and then he just disappears again. But no, no aged. He aged in that timeline and he let everything happen. But here's the thing. If you age in that timeline and let everything happen, you're making it seem as if that's not the way it's always been. Steve Rogers don't give a fuck about nothing. No, but but, but that's like, that's you're, you're, that's like obviously because he ended up in the same timeline, like literally he's on the bench after he left. That's how you know that's always been the way it's been. Like this fool's been living in that timeline. And, and he time. let he let all that shit happen. Like he yeah, could have stopped that's... Thanos in the nineties because he knew he, he knew Fury knew about Thanos. Thanos. I, I mean uh, a different timeline. He, Fury knew Captain Marvel, and if Captain Marvel Marvel is powerful enough to to kill so, Thanos, he could have so just told him yeah, in the nineties. Are you telling me that this aging uh this aging Captain America with that knowledge, if he would have tried to intervene, he would have changed the future? Like, if he if he intervened in major events, then he makes a new timeline, yes. Yeah, that's true. What, what's wrong with that? I mean, he makes a new timeline that he's living in. Yeah. Now, like, all, all the people he knows have, aren't what, suffering. I'll tell you what's wrong, with that. what's wrong with that is that his friends have no idea what happened to him. Yeah, but I that mean, timeline no, that's doesn't that's exist. He's in a new timeline. Wait, what the what? fuck does he care? He's in a new timeline where his yeah, friends yeah, have, yeah, he has, his he friends has aren't suffering. Time GPS, like he could just come back. He can't just come back. He's and in a timeline back to a different timeline. He's in a timeline where his friends aren't suffering anymore. But his th that timeline that he left still exists. He could have created a timeline where Peter Parker doesn't look up to Tony Stark. Like he would have made my life. Happen. I mean, you're asking to use the Infinity Stones. <laughs> at, at the end of the day. Steve Rogers is a selfish prick. Yeah, that I'm just wanted to live his life with Peggy Carter. Honestly, not selfish to me. That I, fool paid let, his dues. Yeah, like, like he gave up that life already once. Why's he got to do it twice? Steve Rogers never stops paying. Uh, his I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. I, I'll tell you why he's got to do it twice because. He not only did he say he get old, he got over the fact that I mean he he watched Peggy Carter die of old age. She's had her life, and he spent years telling people, "Hey, you know what? The the people that you've lost, you need to get over that and move on." Like that's what he was doing in Endgame. So, so uh -huh. what, what's your point? Like he's telling people to move on because he's moved on, but then he hasn't he's moved on. Yeah, that that makes him a liar. I mean, you so tell me, a liar because he hadn't moved on. He, he, yes, he's a. He not only did he tell the people in Endgame that that he moved on, but there was another movie. In another movie, he mentions that he moved on past Peggy Carter. That he didn't 
that that's not the life that that he he like he got over the fact that he's not going to have that life. Right. That so, was Winter Soldier. But he said he said he wasn't over that. No, he didn't. He, he said was he lying was to over himself that. because he didn't see a way to get that life. I mean, once he saw a way he, to get he that, he literally life, says he that like, in the movie, like. That. He literally is like, I keep telling people to do this, but really, I haven't done that myself. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Between Endgame and Doom Patrol, pussy from the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s must have been magical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Lawrence, you know what I'm talking about, right? Well, I know what I'm talking I know what you're talking about only because back then, that's when that's women were in their place. See, Mo, you haven't caught up to Doom Patrol, so you don't know why I'm saying pussy, pussy was magical back then. Because it, like, dudes fucking created and destroyed worlds for it, apparently. <laughs> Universes have, have lived and died based on, on the magic of the pussy. Oh, that's hilarious. Hilarious but true. Based based on based on Doom Patrol and Endgame, right? The dude the dude paid his dues. He did the work. He got what he deserved. He wasn't done with the work. The work wasn't done. (laughs) It was not done. done. It's not done. How's it not done? What was left to do? The world still needs protecting from itself. Right. The world has lost Iron Man. It needs a Captain America. There is there isn't. There is. Who? There's a whole Who? set of Avengers left. Yeah. Who? All of them. No, but name rattle them off. I'll tell you why they're not fit. Look, look, <laughs> listen. If you're gonna mess around and try to tell me that uh, Hulk and Thor, Hulk is an invalid. Hulk's not an invalid. Hulk, Hulk has a dead arm. Hulk, yeah. Look, Hulk is healing. He's not healing. They said it's he, permanent he, damage. Yeah. The filmmaker said it's permanent damage. Like Hulk has no healing factor in. Endgame. That doesn't like listen. Hulk. I, no, that I'm telling you, the people that made the movie that you love. Listen, are you talking happen. about the Russos? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then the no, we don't listen to the Russos anymore. No, but they're the ones. <laughs> Hulk is healing. They're the ones that are giving you this tribe. No, no, no. They're, Hulk they're is you this tribe. Hulk is healing. He's not healing. Thor. Thor, Thor is still around. If Thor, Thor is, is in space. Around. We're gonna have. Well, Thor huh, huh. is Thor. Captain America. Thor decided to live his life surfing space. We're like, we're gonna have Sam Thor, Thor is in space with Sam PTSD. Wilson is, Sam Wilson is not equipped to be Captain America. Even, oh, how dare um, you! Like he 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 has the ranking, he has the experience, but he doesn't. That's why ultimately Steve Rogers like, had to come back that, and that be sounds like that, he and can't be, be Captain America because he's black. That, 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 no, no, that, that's what I heard. Sam, Sam Wilson, you said, you said he has the rank, he has experience, but he's black. Like, that's you, what I heard. You, you know, you know, Sam Wilson's not ready <laughs> to be in Captain. The comics, he was co-Captain America. You, so, you know Sam Wilson's got, not ready to be Captain, Captain America, America because he's, he's not, not getting a movie. He's getting a TV show. The, was the, he? Was he not co-Captain America? And what? Comics. Was he co-Captain America? What's that even mean? There was two Captain Captains at that time. He was. He was. No, no, dude, there was a point in time where it was just Sam Wilson. Then Steve Rogers came back. This was old, and when he came back, he's like, okay, well, I can't leave this to you, so I got to be Captain America too. No, no, it wasn't like that. That's it was happened. like, no, 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 no. There was two Captain Americas, but there was a point in time where it was only Sam Hydra, and then he was able to lift the hammer. Oh Lord, listen. So we got, <laughs> we got, we got, we got Thor, Hulk, Captain America. 
Then Hulk, we have we still Hulk, have Winter Soldier. First of all, Hulk is weak. We still we still have Scarlet Witch. You know for a fact that Hulk is weak. Look, so I'm just saying, like that's a whole set of Avengers right there. Like that could be an Avenger that, team by itself. Look, okay, Hawkeye wish that has no uh no real power. Hawkeye's retired. He got his family back. He's done. He was done before. Listen, all, all, all I'm telling you is what like who's a, who's available. All Which, I'm hearing is here. that Mayor's trying to sell me on NWOB team. With Stevie Ray leading him, and Wait, how's it a B team? Like the only person you're missing is Iron Man. No, nah, well, uh, apparently you're there. You're there. You're getting an Iron Man. It's going to be Iron Lad, and it's going to be Peter Parker. Listen, it's not Peter if, Parker. It's, if, a, if it's the want, kid from Iron Man Three. You could do that. Technically, no, I, I don't want. Machine. I don't want him. I don't want him to be an more, Avenger. But more, that's what they're doing. Probably be more likely the case. Not quite Iron Man, but hey, it's, it's not bad. Well, like it's really like he's like I got to be the next Iron Man. Like that's fucking retarded. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't say that. Someone ask him that. Yeah, I, and he doesn't say, "Yeah, I'm gonna be the next Iron Man." He's like, "How can I do that? <laughs> I'm doing your job." I fucking. So it's like and get over yourself. Like, <laughs> get over yourself. If I got like, over myself, the show would exist. All right, <laughs> be careful with telling me to get over myself because I'm this close to getting over myself, and then you'll never hear from me again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, don't threaten me with a good time, Mo. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. Phase four night. sounds like ass. Good night, everybody. Hope you enjoy your final thoughts. I don't know who's gonna upload this episode. Good night. <laughs> Oh, jeez, man. What have you done, Larry? Listen, all I'm saying is there's plenty of Avengers left for a movie. Look, this, I don't understand how we had to get here I'll when all I was Moses. saying was t- stating the fact that all these X-Men movies are Wolverine movies except for one. <laughs> That's, look, we all know that. We all like, come on, man. You try to make it pay all that money? Anyway, should we talk about Tom King real quick? What did he do now? Tom King's getting uh, pushed off of the Batman book. Oh, I mean, good. Which one was he doing? Wow. Why good? It's Tom King. Who's replacing him? Uh, I don't think they've said yet. Tom King was doing the, like, Batman, actual Batman. He was doing, he was doing a good job. Was and, he, though? Know, say what? Was he, though? Yeah. I mean, you don't like Batman? I haven't read any Batman since the button. Oh, why? Just no time. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought he was doing a good job. I mean, I think, actually, I actually think that it's like he's been pretty much doing a pretty good book. I well, mean, most of the Tom King that I read was when he was doing Grayson and they weren't they weren't good. Well, they were OK, but no, not no, good. I mean, and I'll give you I'll give you that in the sense that I don't think the, the, the Grayson books aren't his best work by any means. Um, I mean, they're they're OK, but they're not. You know, they could be better. Now, he did Heroes in Crisis, right? I'm pretty sure Tom King is doing Heroes in Crisis. Yes. OK, well, then yeah. I'm 50 so, but- 50 on him because I, I kind of like Heroes in Crisis. I have some issues with it, but um I'll give him that one. Yeah, I mean, Heroes in Crisis, we've talked about that ourselves, where we're just like, I mean, the just the way that they handle Harley Quinn in that series is kind of wild. So they're getting rid of him for for what? Or that you said they haven't said? No, they they didn't say who's gonna be replacing him, but they did say, um, yeah, they haven't said who's replacing him, but but. It looked like he was planning on, I think, going to like issue like 105, which was going to be, I think, like, you know, into like the summer of next year, I think. But it looks like his last issue is going to end up being like the end of this year. And so it's not like it's anytime soon, per se, but it's still sooner than expected. And Doomsday clock fucking up everything. 
And look, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what made them decide that it was time for him to go, but they've made that decision. So yeah, wow. man, it was wow. a good run. I, I I liked it at least. I thought he was he was a a pretty decent um Batman writer. Person. I, I looked up the story and I'm seeing uh people comment on the on the news in Twitter. What are they saying? Uh, this this guy says best news I've heard in a long time. Tom King is the worst writer that DC has. And he's ruined Batman, Wally, etc. Thank you, DC Comics, for I'll be subscribing again starting at issue eighty six, which I'm guessing is when he leaves. Yeah. yeah. Now, what I will say, Tom King did do that people hated was he was the one that did the infamous wedding issue. Oh, and so people weren't happy with that. But they never got married, right? Well, I think that's what people didn't like. I mean, I guess there was a camp of people that were like it should happen, and there was another camp of people that like it shouldn't happen. But oh, either they way, should've, they should have called the hotline. But the <laughs> but the, the, either way, the way that it was handled, people weren't happy with it. And you know, Batman basically kind of. Getting stood up at the altar didn't sit well with folks. Mr. Batman on Twitter says, Wow, I wonder if this is because he couldn't stand the criticism from fans as Tom King seems a bit of a snowflake or DC just thought his story was shit. I wonder if he's still going to, quote, change Batman forever now. <laughs> well, supposedly the the story arc that he said was going to change Batman forever is still happening. Like That's the last story arc he's, he's getting to do. There's some people that are, that I guess, like like him. Yeah, dude, I mean, trust me, he's not a bad Batman writer. He rubs some people the wrong way throughout his run, but it's like, I mean, especially considering, like, he basically took over the book from Scott Snyder, and, you know, people pretty much had high praise for the stories that followed... Snyder's run on the tail end. So I'm gonna have to read some of this dude's stuff. Yeah, it, look, you won't be disappointed, honestly, generally speaking. Obviously, there's highs and lows like any other writer, but I think the highs outweigh the lows. So so where should I start? Like uh, right before the wedding? Mm, I would go further back than that. I, I mean, would read before the wedding, 45, 46, and 47, because that's uh, The Gift. That's an amazing yeah. story. It's yeah. a Booster Gold story, technically, too. Yeah, absolutely. The and you know what? It's a great story. I, Tom King wrote that, too. I know. So, And it's an amazing story, so I don't I don't know what to think now. Oh, I'm, Dude, I mean, I'm telling you, the dude is good. So like said, from from the gift onward, definitely I mean, you can you can go further back than that if you want to. Honestly, like I mean, I I wouldn't be mad at you starting at the beginning of his run because I know for me it's like I like Scott Snyder and I was enjoying those Batman stories. And sure, they petered out towards the end of his run, but. It wasn't so bad that I was like, oh, man, we got to kick this guy off the book. But he transitioned to another Batman book, so I wasn't worried about him. And I was like, well, what's Tom King going to do? Which I, I, I was familiar with his writing already because he's done a lot of other good stuff. Like Tom, Tom King. Um, damn it. I was trying to think. What's that book he wrote? I can't. I, I'm not. I can't think of it at the top. But Tom King has done some good stuff. And I think that his him taking over for Snyder was 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 good. Like, the stories were quality Batman stories. So, I feel like you can start at the beginning of his run, and then the wedding stuff is going to be a bit of a low point. But that's, like, what, <laughs> three three issues? And then the stories are good again. Damn. So, Snyder, Snyder moved on to Dark Knight Metal, right? Or Dark... Yeah, Dark he was Knight's doing metal? he was doing metal, and then he was also doing. I think he was doing another book too. I can't think of what it is off the top, but another Batman book. 
definitely read that. I can't recommend enough The Gift because it's it's a bat it's in the Batman. The books are Batman books, but it's a Booster Gold story. Yeah. Dude, did Mo really go, get off? I, yeah, I don't see him on the call. He was leaving. Oh, I don't see dude. him on the call anymore. It said try adding him to the call. I'm sure he'll it, pop back in. He's not that. You said try no, adding. I, yeah, I saw it okay. when he left. He's gone. Oh, dude. I think I think it's around like. Didn't he have to work in the morning? Mo, what do you think of uh, Tom King? I want all <laughs> his penis. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Don't oh, get much God. more honest than that. There it is. Do we have any other stories? Uh, I mean, we're towards the end of the show, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We probably should. We probably should just go wrap up. <laughs> okay, let me stop calling Mo then. <laughs> no, okay. uh, a, a bunch of TV shows ended, and all the Arrowverse shows ended with uh, something about Infinite Crisis. Basically, Monitor showed up, and he's like picking up people. Like the end of the the season. Yeah, like all the shows: Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow. I uh, I don't think Legends of Tomorrow because they're like midway through their season. I think at this point, but the other gotcha. three all had uh, the Monitor show up. Word, that's fair. I look. I I, I need to catch up. Like I haven't been watching uh, Flash or Legends of Tomorrow. I really think that the next season of Arrow, half of it is going to be Crisis. Because for them, wow. they'll already start doing the connection on the season finale of all these shows. And yeah. then Arrow is only going to be like a half season for their final season. Really? Why is that? I don't know, but they're only going to be like like 13 or 14 episodes or something. I forget the number, but it was way shorter than a regular 20, 22 to 24 episode season. That's wild. And the the end of the Arrow season was him going going away with the monitor. So I I don't I don't see where they could go in the next season other than setting up Crisis. Hmm. You know, cuz he's already yeah. he's already left with the monitor. Everything else has been resolved in that universe. So the the only thing I can think of is Something's happening in the Arrowverse with all the other heroes. And then instead of flashbacks, it's Oliver Queen with the monitor doing something in another dimension. Or, yeah. So, I mean, hey, we, we shall see. It's going to be interesting. Got to clear that room for Batwoman. Yeah, that that's supposed to debut next next year too, right? Well, the, the trailer yeah. for that pissed me off a little bit too because the, the, the trailer for the for the series shows her be, first becoming Batwoman, but her pilot stuff in the in the Arrowverse crossover, she's already Batwoman. So it's like we're we're jumping timelines here. I mean, like, we're watching her become Batwoman. Yeah. Well, the 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 trailer for I for the for the show shows her first finding. Like she just found out Bruce Wayne was Batman, and you, even to the point where the suit still hasn't been altered for her, and that's her so, in the trailer is, is telling who I think is um, oh, what's what's home dude the black guy. R&D department. Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox. Uh, oh, I'm oh. assuming that's Lucius Fox. It could be somebody else. I'm assuming... So whoever can... Mr. Al- Terrific. Whoever can alter the suit and technology, that's who she... You know, like, she's telling him, hey, make it so that it fits me. So what, is Bruce Wayne dead in that universe? He left. He's disappeared. He's... I see. He's uh, Earth 2 Batman that just vanished, and nobody knows why. Man. Obviously, it was Doctor Manhattan. Is he gonna end up coming back like, like how it does in Supergirl? I doubt it, but I hope so. 
but then they'll find a reason to get rid of him. When they got, they found a reason to get rid of Superman in Supergirl. Do you know how they got rid of Superman? You say what? Do you know how they got rid of Superman and Supergirl? No, what they do? Do you know about Argo City? Argo City. Yeah, uh, it's a crypto. It, think of Candor, except it's in space and full size. It sounds like a bad booth. And you can go there, and for some reason, Superman decided to just move there with Lois Lane, who was pregnant. So he's living in Argo City now. That's why yeah. that Superman is the worst. That's not why he's the worst, but that doesn't help him. Oh, why is he the worst? Because he's stupid. Because <laughs> he can't shave. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, shoot. Let's get out of here, Oz. Let's play some wrap-up music. Did Did Mo not answer you at all? Say what? Did Mo not answer you? Is that he didn't pick up? So I tried to get him on final thoughts, but hey, that's what X Men movies will do to you. <laughs> Heck, give me some final thoughts, buddy. Uh, Steve Rogers is a man not to be trusted did some things nefarious things and i don't know i don't know if i like them anymore and uh and yeah yeah that's my thought oscor final thoughts cloak and dagger has been doing some good things man people need to watch that show yeah it's a good show i agree i agree um also too man i know you were kind of talking mess about Agents of Shield, but I watched that joint. I found it. I, I thought it was amazing. I loved that episode. No, I was just mad that it would had nothing to do with the snap. Oh well, I don't know what to tell you on that, but yeah, I really liked it. I yeah, like, as oh, far yeah. as the show, it's I I enjoy the show. Okay. All right, hey, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Go ahead and make sure you follow us on social media. Hit us on Twitter. Hit us on Instagram. Hit us. Join our Facebook group. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Let, let us know if we need Mo back. Because who knows? I don't know. I, I may have to mess around and send him a edible arrangement to make sure he's on next week's show. I don't know. But until then, this is Fantastic Forum. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com.